It's the Third Floor Pod. We are back with another episode. This one was recorded on Thursday, July 9th with very interesting um, guy, driven guy, Max Hines. Um, pretty awesome. He's uh, freelances, industrial design. He does these draw. Well, he'll, you know what? I'll let him talk all about it. Uh, he does industrial design. He's done work for Movado, the watch brand, Mercedes. Um, and also at the end of the episode, he tells some crazy stories from his time in Europe that are really cool. And uh, anyway, he's really an interesting guy. You've heard me talk enough. Give it a listen. Close the hatch. Perfect. Jeremy, All right, it's time. Still away in a uh, zombie apocalypse, man. Up here is the way to do it. This is my place, dude. And I got this bow and arrow. No fucking For way. up here, yeah, we could snipe the like, nuts. I'm gonna show you. I, 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 I actually want to see that hella quick. Yeah, yeah. This thing is nuts. Oh shit. <laughs> dude, it's for real. I actually physically can't use it. Try like. Uh, and I had a guy look at it and he was like, yeah, you gotta get this pulled back. I can't even pull what this thing. Fuck? Let me put it fucking up here. We're doing this. It's like a Rogan type thing. <laughs> He's got that archery thing in his little studio. I've never... Archery uh, simulation, I think it is. <laughs> I've never even so, shot this thing. That's, though, that's so. for later on, though. Later, yeah. yeah. We're going to put what? the archery... Oh, Got to be careful. These arrows are also super deadly. When I show you the tips of those, you're going to lose your shit. Check out this bow. Get out of here, man. It's got a good draw. Dude, it's heavy as fuck. Dude, you can't Wait, drive on thing, dude. <laughs> Have you seen that, George? <laughs> the hell? Sixty you pounds of pressure. Yeah. Just I don't know. Taken down I didn't buy it. I didn't. My dad found it in the garbage. <laughs> <laughs> he came home with a bow and arrow one day. <laughs> I think you you might have to uh, get nice of it. Dude, I think so. So I I did ask Some a guy who shit. knows bows. It's missing uh, a sight somehow. It needs like some type of sight. Yeah, and there's usually like a little. Uh, it's like a little crosshair thing. Some something right here, yeah. And then he was like, and this is a guy who's killed deer with a bow and arrow, and he was like, dude, this is ridiculous. Like, you need to get this, take this somewhere, and they'll like beat it down for you. Open it up, but check out these fucking arrow tips too. Super cool, deadly. I'll show another one to the camera. What are you hunting, man? Dude, this could take out... Jaws? A bear? It's like a fucking harpoon, dude. <laughs> a bear? I mean, you get a nice jugular shot, it's highly possible. They're serrated, too. Oh, my God, bro. You just get some... Oh, man, no, dude, this bears are serrated. fucking nuts. It's been done, though, I'm sure. You know, I, I, you're trying to support me on this, but I don't think you see me beating a bear. Is that <sighs> what you're saying? Dude, I honestly, I... I did hear something on Rogan the other day. I forget who he was talking about. Seth Greenfield. Who Jack? Who's the the guy who's the hunting guy or whatever? Um, on, on Rogan, Cameron Haynes. Maybe Cameron I, Haynes. I forget. Um, it's a couple guys. He oh. was talking about that the other day, where uh, this father and son were hunting, whatever, bow hunting, 
and uh, this kid stumbled into stumbles into the the nest of like the bears, whatever. Oh shit! Sees the cubs and like immediately the mother's on them, dude. Um, the mom's coming at the kid. The dad's like a little farther back, and the dad somehow pulls off some wicked luck shot, dude. Gets the bear. The bear actually lands on top of the kid. Or what? I think he was okay. No shit. But um, wait, with a bow and arrow. With a bow, dude. Holy yeah. Shit. I I can't remember who he was talking to. I just had it on. Maybe it was maybe a more recent one. I can't remember. Um, but that's a sick story. That's I, crazy. I meant to look further into that. Imagine you're looking at your son and a bear, and you got all you have is a bow and arrow. Bro, I couldn't. The the mindset you got intense. Be in, like, if you're if I, especially like protecting your own kid now, like. Dude, but that that's what the mom bear was doing it's too. Exactly, that's what's weird about it. You see like two sides of that of that story. Even if like you know they obviously weren't trying to like do harm to the bear, it's like the mom bear doesn't see it that way. It's like anything that walks in that path. Yeah, is, it's pretty much. Fun, th- they don't care. It's a kid. They don't care about the kids. Kid. Yeah. So um, that's interesting. This is, I'm with Max Hines tonight. Pretty pretty excited to do this one. Uh, this is Jack Hines. You might know from other episodes uh, as. The kid who works at Puzo's. Puzo's um, kid. Puzo's guy. He actually learned how to work at Puzo's from uh, this guy, yeah. his older brother. <laughs> I was the uh, number one busboy. They had my picture on a plaque on the wall. Um, <laughs> For three years that after was, you yeah. left. It was up. <laughs> yeah, it's still there. Years, I think, right? yeah. Nah, uh, that place is fun. So but, this uh, is... But yeah, no, the, happy to be here for sure. This is sick. Happy Thanks to have you, man. Thanks for having me. Yeah, for yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. This is crazy. Um, how you doing? We we already we kind of been hanging out for a while. He ate some sushi. Yeah. We all had some sushi. <laughs> spider, roll, spider roll is key. Number one sushi is, I guess number one. Maybe close to close to number one in the area. I think you like um, that too. Of, I've never gone from there. That was the first time. I don't know. Oh, that was your first time. Yeah, yeah. Okay. We just got a platter. It's. I mean, for all you can eat, I would say it's it's got to be the best around. I would say it's better than that place Arigato, honestly. But you've dude, been to both. I've been to both, man, multiple times. He mentioned and, uh, to me though, that place has a limited menu for the uh, when you do the all you can eat. Which place? You get Arigato a limited. Or? No, the other one, the one. Uh, you go do they? I don't. Not that I know. Smaller sushi, they have more appetizers. Though. Dude, Arigato, you get all the specialty. Yeah, rolls. no. You get oh no, yeah. Like, okay, I see that for sure. No, but Arigato, I'd say, is more focused on like the specialty rolls for sure. But dude, number one. You get the appetizers and stuff. Like, you get a fried calamari, for example. It's like Oof. a giant platter. And, like, obviously, you can just get as much as you want. So, mm-hmm. But anyway, yeah, big sushi advocate. Yeah, anyway, sushi's amazing. <laughs> we're, we're loaded with, um, my, no, but mercury? Is mercury, mercury. what's in fish? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Loaded Hopefully with not a lethal dose, And omega-3s. Uh, we'll see, yeah, yeah. Hopefully the omega-3s counteract the Counteract the, sure. the mercury. Mercury's um. So Max, man, uh, you uh, you're the first person on the show that has a degree. <laughs> That's pretty crazy. Okay, all right, nice, yeah, nice, yeah. nice. Yeah. What's your uh, What's your degree in? Um, so I studied industrial design at Montclair State. Um, I graduated in 2018, and uh, I'm currently doing that freelance now, like kind of mm. on the side. I also do work full time as a manager at Staples. Um, but yeah, so I'm doing I'm doing all my freelance work now on the side. So well, what and, is uh, what is uh, industrial design? Uh, industrial design is essentially, um, I would say it's the clash between like fine art and engineering. It's beautifying actual mechanical working pieces um, mm-hmm. to you know the liking of you know whatever it is you are designing. If it's a car, for example, or, or a watch, 
usually do you know design what your um, that watch for a specific market or target audience um, so it's kind of just understanding the aesthetic and it's really about the relationship um, with people and products pretty much so there's a lot that goes into it um, mm -hmm. but I like to dumb it down it's it's really just like beautified engineering in some way because like yeah. you know, everything you do it does have to look to a certain um, aesthetic you know again designing what you're you know designing for um, but at the same time it does have to work like it has to be a full functioning piece and you know you're not exactly the engineer but you are working you know hands-on with them um, so all your multiple, shit is scale exactly, but it's also exactly. like we'll post some of his pieces like, do you want to do you want to plug yourself at all like um, so you can see do you want to do it out? Is it easier to do it now, or do you want to do it after? I don't know. Whatever. I mean, it, we get, I, yeah. edit it in. I think that's cool. I'll, I'll send you some stuff. I got a Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Days. Yeah, yeah. I, but um, I just want to, because I've seen plenty of your work, and it's like everything is completely to scale. You do I've, you do a lot of cars, yeah, obviously. Yeah, no, sure. And um, everything you do is to scale and, like, perfect sizing, speaking of what you said about the engineering. But it's, like, sleek designs and... and and art, it's, exactly. it's art. Yeah. So I, the, I like to, another it's way of explaining it too is like, but... you know, typically in the beginning of the design process, um, you know, your ideas and concepts are hand drawn. So, you know, I'll see, you'll see me, for example, in a, in a lot of the work and projects that I've done, um, it's what they call ideation. So you're pretty much just, you're getting all those crazy ideas out of your head and onto the page and just trying to realize them the best you can. Because when you're an artist or designer, like not everybody sees you know, things the way you see it, for example. So, mm -hmm. a drawing, honestly, like, my left hand is my best tool. Um, You're lefty? I am left-handed, yeah. Holy uh, shit. I that makes it cooler. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, um, but, like, in my case, for example, like, not everyone can draw. There's plenty of industrial designers and product designers who maybe aren't the best at sketching, um, but that's always how the, you know, beginning process works. Like, even really sometimes before you do research on, a, you know, like, what you're designing or, you know, your target audience and stuff like that. Okay. Um, I would say, like, that's the artistic Dude. side of it. Because those drawings can mean anything. You're not really exactly flushing out the entire idea. You're just, again, jotting down as much as you can just to get those get crazy ideas, like, out of your head. So, and then, for example, like, with a watch, what are some ideas you're throwing on Well, I would page? say the, the watch, I'll, I'll send you a good amount of the, the pictures I have for the watch. Because I mm -hmm. think that's the best project. Like, that'll kind of explain what I'm talking about. Okay. Because um, that shows a lot of, like, the creative side as well as the technical side. I was showing Jack the other day, like, on my, in my portfolio, I have, like, this crazy exploded view um, of the watch that I designed. Because I built it to scale in, like, a 3D modeling program. And I built every piece for that watch, as crazy as that is. And I'll, I'll send you that picture. Like, it's, right down to the it's nuts, Exactly, yeah. That. So the case is one thing. The gasket's on the inside, because mine was a dive watch, for example. So, um, you know, think about That's it, not gears? Or? Um, how so? Like... Oh, oh, dive watch is like it's it's com perfectly uh, capsulated. It's correct, like, yeah. So yeah, like yeah. a gasket, for example, is what would you know hold prevent water okay, from coming yeah, in. Yeah. So like small details like that, like even though the general viewer of my product won't see that, I still had to think about that and put that in there. Mm -hmm. um, so that's a lot more the, the more technical dope. side. And like I was saying, back to the, the sketching before, um, you know, you usually get a million ideas down on the page, whatever. And of course, you just narrow things down. Hey, this is cool. This is cool. This is cool. Maybe you work your way down to like 10 concepts, for example. And then you just keep narrowing yourself down and refining and refining those ideas until you finally hit a product or, you know, a, a form that, you know, suits your liking or, you know, suits whatever you're designing for. Right. Especially if you're working with a team, it's, you know, something you kind of all compromise on because you're getting everybody's ideas now. 
it's not me just putting out a thousand drawings. It's four mm-hmm. other people doing a thousand drawings, for example. So um, you you scratch even some of the drawings. Oh, plenty dude, a of thousand like, of them, man. The amount of I mean, just from just from schoolwork alone, just doing all my product projects, like, dude, the amount of pages and pages of sketches I have, like, and even if they weren't relevant to like what I did, I still I just you know I keep them and I have them. It's fun to look back on. Yeah. Um, but you know, eventually, you know, when you finally get that form and, and that cool render or sketch that you did, that's when you can take it to 3D, and that's when it gets a lot more technical. It's when you're talking 3D. That's when you're speaking about manufacturing. You're fucking talking all this 3D, stuff. So, yeah. so 3D is, I'll definitely, I, I can definitely send you some, some, uh, uh he's, he's definitely too, showed me some of your 3D models. Those blow me away like, because it goes, like you're saying how you're throwing down your ideas, ideas, you're seeing your ideas 3D. Exactly. You can literally roll around oh, it's amazing. And all your work. It's, it doesn't even end there. That's the craziest part. I mean. I have a 3D printer at home, which is yeah. obviously you know that ashtray was was fucking awesome. That's but um, yeah, the ashtray was printed via like, Max's 3D printer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, like, dude, now that you know 3D is one thing, but you're still seeing it on a 2D screen. So it's you know you get a way better idea of what you right. designed better than a sketch would in most cases. But dude, when you can start prototyping now and making prototypes, like that's the coolest part. Live, exactly, dude. You take that 3D file. You bring it right to the printer, and the printer will make exactly what you made in 3D. And now you can hold that in your hand and see everything. And like that's how that's how the the process finally just continues until really everything's flushed out, and everybody who's working on it, or if it's just yourself, is happy. And that's but that, nothing's ever done, man. It's no, I look at no, no, for good. sure. I, I'm, I'm sure any designer or any artist or anybody could tell you that. Like even when you put out a finished even when product, you put out the finished product, yeah. Like I catch myself sometimes like going through my portfolio and being like, fuck, like oh, I wish I did yeah. that or I wish I did this. Obviously, I can't go back and do that. Um, if I look back I on some of these but, uh, episodes, like I'd be like, holy fuck, no, what was it, I yeah, thinking? totally. But you know, that's <laughs> exactly that's. Yeah. I, I feel like that's that's just the way it, it goes. You'll never be truly satisfied with what you know you you did maybe in most cases but just gotta get um, and it always depends on you get into you know a cor- corporate atmosphere for example it's like not always you know not always your idea is the best way or doesn't fit into cost yeah it and doesn't all that work stuff. in the so unfortunately like for i was i interned at the movado group over in pat for ms like i was telling you almost at patterson that'd be hilarious <laughs> um <laughs> yeah um, movado well actually like that was my first taste of like actually um, I had worked with, well, we'll get into Hungary a little bit later, I guess, but, um, like, that was my first time actually sitting in, like, an office and working with other designers and realizing, like, shit, like, not everything you think of or, you know, design, whatever, can, can be done, or even if it is a great idea, maybe it doesn't fit within the budget of, of the company and whatever else, like, everything mm-hmm. we did before it left for production or went overseas for manufacturing, the CEO, like, had to write off on it, so, this guy It, it had to go all the way up? Yeah, yeah. It's, yeah, well, with the company like exactly, Movado, yeah. right? So, they don't have that many products. Um, but in their that... case, the CEO, I, I can't remember his name. Um, this is like the company Movado is like passed down through his family. So he's like actually affiliated with the, with the company and the people who created it. Um, so oh, like he's so acting he's as the CEO now. So he's, he's fully yeah. engaged, which is totally cool. But that's when you run into the problem of, is he a designer? Does he have that, that vision, okay. that, that seeing? So maybe like what he says... Isn't, isn't the best even way to go about right it. either. So yeah. then it's like, who do you trust? Like the people who do this for a living and know how to do this stuff, or would you look up the guy? Yeah, it's Ephraim something, right? Okay, um, dude, awesome guy. Like I've met him on multiple occasions. Like, no he shit, was the, he you was met the guy, him? I, guy I presented to. 
Okay, um, so this is what this so, um, you got this internship right when you were a junior. You were just yeah. Telling me before. So that's when no. So that's when we did our project for Movado. That was the um, fall semester of my junior year. Um, so the project did what it did. You know, I'll, I'll definitely send you those photos of, of the watch and, and take them uh, all. The I'll throw say, them all up. Yeah, I can yeah. pretty much send you the whole the whole file. So, <laughs> um, so you'll get a better understanding of what I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah, it is a, maybe a little hard to visualize. Um, but you know, for example, I placed second in that competition. I was chosen. My my design was chosen um, out of you know out of the people in my class and my other teammates. And then that's who the presentation was to. So he's the he's the CEO. I don't I can't remember exactly the other executives who were there, but it was like maybe five or six other people. Um, and we just you know they liked on a big it, yeah. projector, pretty much presented what I presented to the other the other um, the other designers from Movado um, maybe three weeks prior, and uh, they they digged it, man. It was really second. I got like real world feedback from you know people who would really people be writing off this watch to be. go. Overseas, and like so. that's not just some, just some fucking watch company. Movado, so no, like, that's yeah, some like, really it's, nice it's definitely shit. Like, yeah, that's really really. I cool. wouldn't say it's up there with like Rolex and stuff, but it's definitely one. It's of, pretty close. I um, mean, it's it's like. I mean, it's, it's Swiss made, all that good stuff. So yeah. you really can't go wrong. The Swiss know what they're doing with those. What watches, are you wearing so. here? This is a uh, movement, actually. Oh, um, movement! Yeah, yeah. Really sick. I, I dig this watch a lot. Uh, I think it was maybe. 140 bucks but dude for what i got like strap silicone strap it's like pretty thick it's it's really well built um, mm -hmm. if somebody like if people ask me all the time like dude what watch is that what watch is that thinking it's like maybe close to like 600 700 dude it does look really classy um, and it honestly. does that's, yeah, that's yeah. the coolest part and it was super cheap um and it's cool they have all like for every watch they sell on their website they have different you know bands you can get so i have the rubber one but i could get a metal one too if i wanted metal one. Um, oh, like... Out. Yeah, like a, a yeah, chain-linked yeah, yeah. metal. I was like, I was no. thinking still the <laughs> like nylon strap. Like an actual strap. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, like yeah. a handcuff. Yeah, no, for sure. Um, um, yeah, I've, 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 I've had my hand in the watch business, per se, for <laughs> maybe Dude, that's, that's a, a pretty cool but thing, that was, uh, 3D model, because it's so small... Yeah, for sure. ...that, oh, that no one well, is um, even seeing what goes into this, but... but Watches are one of the coolest the, things when when you go into oh, them. Oh, absolutely, like the absolutely. Well, that's what you'll you'll see when I send you that exploded view. It's like obviously you have the shell of the watch, and that's what you're seeing when when you're wearing it on your wrist. But when people see the internals and like you see like actually all the internal pieces that I built just to make this watch, it's ridiculous. Yeah. Um, but it's cool because like now I kind of understand how. I mean, a lot of watches are different. Um, in the different way they're types. Constructed. Exactly. Yes, but everything yeah, yeah. you know kind of follows a, a similar guideline or blueprint. All has um, to fit in the circle. Exactly. So, yeah. I mean, it's it's cool. And, you know, I had to – they gave us, like, the file for an actual watch movement on the inside and, you know, told us where it would place, and then we had to build everything else around that specific movement. Mm -hmm. um, and that was a real movement that they actually used in their, in their I guess, 3D files in, in Movado and, yeah, actually for production and stuff. So that was that was really cool. Yeah, that is uh, cool. But that it's good, cool, man. It's rad. I'm happy I did yeah. that for sure. That was, like – so. That was one of the reasons I went to Montclair. Was I, w I went on a tour um, my senior year of high school. I had coincidentally was on that tour while they were working on that project, the current students. I saw that. I knew I love watches. And, you know, like right off the bat, I was like, that's what I wanted that's to do. That's crazy. No that was, that was kind of like your goal there. Um, go from, from high school, you're saying? You yeah, saw that yeah. when you watched the like, yeah, sure. um, tour? I saw that. I went on the tour. I went to the studio, and I saw everything they were doing, and I was like, this, yeah, no, no doubt in my mind. Because every other school I went to in the area that had product design or industrial design, um, 
didn't offer like stuff like that. For example, I mean, we'll, maybe we'll get into the, the whole Mercedes trip and everything in a little bit, but like totally, yeah. As soon as I had heard about that too, like that's when I was like, forget about it. Movado, Mercedes, like that's sick. Um, so they have those connections. Yeah, yeah. exactly, exactly. So outside of, um, I guess what you, not necessarily professionally, but what you've done for other people, uh, in in what looks like I guess your spare time not spare time but what you consider work yeah, time um, for sure. you do a lot of cars like so that was that like a personal thing you wanted uh, to get into or did yeah no for sure um, so I mean <clears throat> I went to high school I went to a technical vocational high school PCTI right over in Wayne um, what's really cool about that school is you have a trade so to speak so mine was art and design and two and a half hours out of my school day were designated to uh, that specific trade um, I had the best teachers there, teachers who worked in the industry, knew a bunch of stuff, were super knowledgeable, um, and really, like, that's, I would say that's where I really, like, kind of saw my future in art and design, like, they made mm-hmm. me realize that, um, and really pushed me, but uh, that's one thing I really got into cars, and it, I really got into cars in high school, um, and I was like, well, I can so draw that's when you well. started. That's started when I actually started cars. drawing cards. Okay. Yeah, not not as much as I'm doing now. Um, yeah, yeah, I know I, that's what I you definitely do a lot did of some now. of my first yeah. pieces um, in high school, Christ. and not so much through college. I was more focused on my product design stuff, industrial design. Uh, but now I have a little bit more free time, and uh, the iPad Pro is amazing to draw on. Oh, dude, that was uh, it's just something I've been doing now, and it's it's really cool. People have been all over Instagram, not all over but i've been having a decent amount of clients you know hit me up and send me pictures of their car and yeah. uh they pay a little bit and i give them the coolest fucking artwork they've ever a little, seen so. a little coin you get a little coin yeah there's got to be some trade-off here i mean it's yeah. it's it's all hours of it. work i mean people don't much? even really you can ask jack you can ask anybody who, who uh who's knows, like down yeah. there with me like dude i put all my time and energy into like doing some of these artworks for people um if i were to send you like man. if i were to send you like the subaru how long does that take you? Uh, so I work full time, five days a week. So it's when I'm doing this stuff, it's in between everything else. Right. Um, I typically yeah. exactly. It's yeah, you know yeah, it is. What it's, it is. Yeah, yeah. That's why it's more like th- it's, the cars and stuff like that. Whatever custom art I'm doing, it's more for it's more of a passion project. Like whether I make money on it or not, I know I'm still gonna be doing exactly. it. Exactly. Um, yeah. Keeps me sane in some some weird way. Um, but typically, like a car, for example, if you gave me like a pick of that Subaru, it would really depend on what I was doing for you. But in most cases, I can crank them out in like a week, week and a half tops. That's still um, a lot which is of pretty fucking good. work, I'm dude. I'm only working I mean, on... Yeah, no, dude. I, yeah. Well, I stay up to like 2 you know, I'm sure. I'm just saying, I'm sure there's there's people online that say they'll draw you a picture or whatever for, for $50 and it takes them 20 minutes. Oh, like, no, you know what I'm I mean? Sure. They yeah. just throw some Absolutely. shit out. And just because they have a name no, or totally. whatever. I, like, if, I, if I could do this, if I could do that, like, designated full-time, whatever, I feel like I could crank them out in, like, two two days, maybe. Two, yeah. three days per piece. Yeah, yeah. If that's all I had to worry about, if that's all, all I had to focus on. No, I, I wasn't day. judging your bit. I mean, I don't think a lot of people put in all the work. Oh, gotcha. Yeah, gotcha. Yeah, I know, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know, I know. That you I would know put in some weird yeah, way, yeah. But, um, but, yeah, man, it's, I get home from work, and I literally get right back to work. It's crazy. But it, mm-hmm. There's two. Those are two very different types of work. Like that's yeah. drawing and whatever else. It's not really work to me. Like I just enjoy doing it so much. Like I get lost when I'm doing it. Like I don't even realize the time's passing by. That was actually um, a question I had for you. So when you're kind of like going, and I could I could envision you going like three, four hours straight, five. 
I don't know. You tell me. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I've done it now for sure. What is Not your headspace at at that point? Are you just like kind of in a different world and your hands just yeah, going? No, absolutely. Um, a little bit of music, man. A little bit of bud. Seriously, dude, Oof. it goes a long way. Um, I get like I, I kind of almost get in like a trance-like state sometimes. Um, where I'm really like I'm aware of like everything that's going on in the background. Like if someone's in the basement with me, for example, like I hear everything they're doing, whatever. Yeah. But like there's been times where like Jack or Quincy will be talking to me and like I'm hearing what they're saying, but I. For some reason, I'm so zoned in on the drawing that I'm doing. There's that no just, process. I have no way to answer them. Like, <laughs> it's it's kind of yeah. funny. Um, it's it's kind of rare that that happens. I've I've been able to counteract that some way. Like, I snap out of it pretty quick. But um, it's almost addicting. Like, sometimes I can't stop like actually doing the drawing. And with the iPad Pro, like I mentioned before, it's so perfect. Like, it's almost better than drawing on paper. Like, to the point where you don't want to stop. I, I, like, for me, absolutely. It's bro. so fun. <laughs> I draw some on um, paper. It looks like shit. It's so fun. I'm and doing like. It's like my best work I think I've done on that iPad for sure. Like that's the best tool I have in my arsenal of stuff and all easily. Mm-hmm. You um, got to get the Apple Pencil too. It's dude. yeah. Now that you say it, I'm gonna upgrade to the Gen to the two. Other is one. Awesome. Do you have it? I have it. You do have I, it. Yeah, yeah. Afterwards, well, we're uh, obviously like, using the iPad now. Yeah, no. You'll, you'll we'll have to try. It I want to see it for sure. You'll have to um, try it out. I have Procreate. I don't know. Do you? Use yeah, Procreate? perfect. That's yeah, that's yeah. the program I use. Anybody does art and design on the iPad Pro, Procreate on. Um, App Store is the absolute best best drawing program you can get. So you got to get dude. no doubt. I've used Autodesk, Logo. whatever else, Photoshop. I think has one now too. Um, Procreate is the one. Um, so yeah. And you're hearing Procreate, from uh, give me a, a professional. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Bro, give um, me a I'm, I'm waiting for them to seriously, man. I'm fucking pouring my heart and soul into dude, this stuff. Dude, you do a doing. lot of work on um, that shit. I tag them in all my stuff. They they like my my messages sometimes, oh, so they oh, never they, reply. They help people um, like that, like they do. Uh, I have not no help idea. Oh, I have you no just, idea, you but just I hope that, I hope they around. see my stuff one day and they're like, oh man, I'm. They're so to just be like a like a ambassador or something like that. That'd be sick, man. I'd I'd love to do that. So. Um, I'll t- I tag them in everything I do, and they, they give me a like every now. So and then. easy to use, Procreate. It's like, so and, easy and it has it's super easy. A million, it's it's a million different types of artistic materials in one place. You're not spending any additional money. Like for example, I use a lot of markers, a lot of color pencils when I'm right. drawing on paper. Dude, that shit's expensive as fuck. Like seriously, especially if you want there's quality a, shit. No, exactly. Right. Yeah. There's um, there's two. I would say two top brands. Prismacolor for color pencils is is a really good one. There's a few others, but. Um, and Copic, Copic makes makes markers. Set of twenty five of those markers is maybe one hundred and twenty five dollars. They're I, I could Holy be a little shit. bit off there. They're not um they're not cheap though, dude. Seriously, but they're the best markers you can get. Like they're yeah. not you get them and you're not gonna be disappointed. You're not gonna have any problems. Um, but dishing out that much money and like especially if you use them a lot, dude, you're gonna blow through them. Um, yeah. and I draw a lot, so <laughs> like we said, yeah. That's yeah. why the honestly the iPad is so convenient because I can. Do stuff nonstop. I don't have to worry about my ink just levels. Of, That's yeah, it. Exactly. Just a battery. Of the I need iPad. a paintbrush. Boom, it's there. I need a marker. It's there. I need a pencil. It's all there in that list of, of styluses. It's it's actually insane. Um, so huge ad, advocate for her <laughs> iPad Pro, Pro clearly, but uh, yeah. I, I love it, man. Well, you got a um, multiple screen setup running at yeah, home, right? Yeah, I have the. I got two desks. I have my drafting table. Um, that's where the iPad is. That's where I like to do most of my drawings. I have like my nice studio light. Uh, I got my markers there, color pencils, iPad, uh, sketchbooks, all that stuff. That's where I do that. Um, and then to the right, I've got my computer, uh, MSI GL sixty five ninety five K. I think it's called. Of it's course. A badass. I'm badass gaming computer. Um, 
light up keyboard, all the bells and whistles, whatever, and uh, one of their sick, uh, I think it's a 24-inch monitor. Um, but it's, it's perfect for, for my space. Um, and I clearly do a lot of a lot of work in different programs, like Adobe. Could use and it, for sure. Yeah, Blender, yeah. SolidWorks, whatever 3D modeling I'm doing. The If you guys looked at the home screen of some of these programs, you'd think I was operating like a fighter jet or something. That's how many buttons and stuff there are. Like, it gets really complex. And, of course, once you keep using it and whatever else. It just makes um, sense. It's, it's all kind of muscle memory. But um, but I needed something bigger. Like, I was working on, like, this super small PC. And, like, I did a lot of – I built the watch in there. I built the truck. Like, that's what I did. Um, that's a computer I used through my entirety of school pretty much. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but now, you know, doing a lot more freelance work. I needed to get things out a lot more quicker. Or need more um, power. I need more power. Need more power. So I took myself. That's why I'm, I'm like Route Twenty Patterson, best place. Micro uh, I'm not sponsored by any any of these people. Did you keep shouting out all these businesses? <laughs> um, I'm actually about to buy like a, a computer from Micro Center to run this thing through once I have the audio yeah. interface. I was telling no, you for about. Sure. Yeah, I need something with some power. Yeah. I need something. It's with some power. it's it's honestly worth it. It's, it's actually considering a, a fucking Mac Mini. You ever seen those things? No, I haven't. Yeah, yeah. They're like a little. All you need is a monitor. It doesn't even need to be Apple. You just use like your monitor. Oh wait, no, plug yeah, it into this yeah. Thing, we actually do. I think we do sell desktop. those over at Sables, Actually, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll have to double check. I, do, I think I do know what you're talking about. Just considering it. Just considering but uh, it. if it about. makes if it makes everything you're doing a lot more efficient and you're getting things quicker and, and a lot more. When I'm uploading or or downloading shit on the iPad, I can no longer use the iPad. Like it needs that time. Yeah. And, no, and totally. when we're talking hour-long videos, or hour-and-a-half-long videos, then an hour-and-a-half-long audio, because these are two different things, right. recording, that's a lot of fucking upload, download. That's a lot, that's a lot of, shit. A lot of yeah. juice, man, for so sure. So I have to sit you know, in front of my iPad sometimes for like an hour-and-a-half, not being able to do shit, but not making totally. sure it doesn't like mess up, like something doesn't go wrong or whatever. So I need, yeah. need a second place, and I need some power. Gotta, sure. Yeah, invest, man, for sure. It's, it's so worth it. I was I was yeah. putting off getting a new computer so long. I'm like, nah. Like I, I was running a, a MacBook, my MacBook Pro from 2010, and some bullshit PC that I bought like on <laughs> some fire sale somewhere. <laughs> um, and I, the 3D modeling programs I use don't run on Mac, of course. So I had to have one and the other. Um, Mac runs Adobe programs a little bit right. better, and then obviously I needed 3D for uh, PC for 3D. Um, so I had two laptops, uh, complete opposites of laptops too, um, and I, I just couldn't do it anymore. I was doing a lot more work for clients and stuff like that. I need to get things done a You're lot going faster, more efficiently. Two different places, exactly. Yeah, yeah it might even be sending shit to one or the other, right? Exactly, yeah. literally, exactly. Um, so I just bit the bullet one day, and I've never, I've never realized like, or never been happier with like my setup currently. Mm-hmm. Like, it's it's mm-hmm. it's perfect. Dude, for it everything looks I dope. need, it's, it looks dope. It's, it's awesome. Yeah. So. Um, yeah, I'm really happy about that. Um, Not bad. So let's – actually, I had – this is a little off um, all that shit, but I heard you took a pretty – you've been mountain biking, <laughs> and you took a pretty <laughs> decent spill. <laughs> you see me messing with my knee. Yeah, yeah, I was kind of looking yeah, at this dude, shit. It's, yeah, uh, it's, it's been bothering me. I yet. thought um, you were worse. He told me you were, like, messed up earlier in the week. I, I was, for sure. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I don't, I don't know where it came I, – I wonder if quarantine sparked this. I don't know. But all of a sudden, my friends were riding bikes every day. Um, we had like some small blue bike or you know regular mountain bike in our garage, so I was mm-hmm. going with them for a while. And of course, JJ whips out this fucking crazy Top downhill of the line, with a, a coil over on the bottom <laughs> and these fucking giant shocks up front. Um, 
So I was like, yeah. I, I got to get on that level somehow. But, yeah, yeah, dude, yeah. these bikes range, like, literally anywhere from 2500 like, almost $10,000. I started really looking insane. into them. Yeah, 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 a while um, ago. But I found a good deal. Um, my, my initial plan was to buy something more affordable for me kind of in like the 400 500 especially range. to test it out exactly yeah, i knew i would i knew yeah. i would be spending anywhere like from 500 to like 1250 so i and ended you up need something like, decent also just to like explain because well, you're gonna take this on the exactly fucking, yeah, no, like, this, is, this is a downhill like full suspension bike yeah um we plan on going to mountain creek so um i needed something like you can't ride they call them hardtails it's you know, some it's a bike without a spring essentially. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of them will have like the front struts that'll you know bounce up and down, or the forks. I'm sorry. Um, Interesting. And then a hardtail won't have like mine has a coil spring in the back, so like it absorbs. I know like, what you mean by hardtail. Yeah, exactly. yeah, get the fucking seat um, in your. Uh, that was a loud clap. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, pretty much like it dampens your your fall, so to speak. Yeah. Um, so my my initial plan was to find something a little bit on the cheaper side, and then I was going to build on top of it. A lot of a lot of bike part bike parts are universal so interchangeable um exactly yeah Yeah. uh so i found a good deal on amazon um and just said send it at 3 30 in the morning i was literally i couldn't go to sleep (laughs) i was browsing for bikes like all night i found that it was literally the last one left my size i said it's now or never like just fucking do it um and it was great bike came uh pre-assembled front wheel was we'll we'll, we'll get to that in a sec um (laughs) But yeah, it's a uh, full suspension bike, coil spring in the back, front forks. Um, just swapped out the handlebars. I've done a few things to it already, um, and I'm trying to get it really like ready for, for absolute downhill. Like It needs bigger tires. It needed a few components. Are you ready for absolute so, downhill? It doesn't bother I, you at all? I have no gone idea. I'm trying to, no, I haven't gone once. That's the best part. Um, what? No, we haven't gone yet. No shit. Yeah. And you took it? <laughs> well, my bike's actually in Well, the not to mountain bike, right? Or mountain creek. Mountain creek. No, I haven't gone yet. Um, hopefully towards the end of the summer. So we'll, yeah. we'll see. My bikes, I wouldn't even be able to go now because my bike's in the fucking shop. But anyway, yeah. so there's these really hidden jump, jump, or I don't even know. They're, it's like a small trail, I guess, in, in Glen Rock. It's like you make a right at the giant rock, you okay. go all the way down, and there's like a dead end. You can go right down in there. Um, JJ found it like a few days prior, so... I got, I got off of work. He's like, he's like, yo, you want to go on a ride? I was like, yeah, sure, whatever. Um, he rides over. We, we start heading over that way, and um, we, like, drop in, like, this sick small hill that, like, leads you in, and, dude, you're like, you don't even realize, like, there's houses and everything around you. It really feels like you're in deep woods. It was so cool. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe we go two minutes up the up the trail, and it's, it's pretty deep. It's, it's long. Like, it goes for a while. Um, and there's this massive drop in. Like, we climbed all the way to the top just to see how it was. Um, it goes straight down like this, and there's, like, some bullshit jump, like, oh, a little shit. bit further yeah, down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so we, we go to the top. We're looking at it. Um, JJ takes an alternate route. There's, like, a little other side trail from the top on the left, so he goes down that way and absolutely yeah, fucking yeah, yeah. sends it. Um, oh, it was, it was still I had insane. no intention of, of hitting any jumps. I literally just wanted to go on a ride, like, check this place out. I didn't want to do anything crazy. I was at the top and something came over me. It just said fucking hit it. <laughs> so I go, <laughs> I go full fucking speed down this hill. Um, now, I forgot that my brakes are not right. Like they're a little fucked up. So that's that's n- stupid on my part. Um, so I wasn't like I didn't hit the brakes going down that hill at all. I picked up ridiculous speed because I knew if I hit my brakes, I would either flip yeah. over the handlebar yeah, or something else is gonna happen. That. 
So uh, unfortunately, I'm going. I'm going full speed, and I'm thinking to myself. How fast like, do you think you're going at this point? Uh, it's kind of hard to say. I can't. can't give me a number. Maybe 25, 30 miles an hour. Dude, you're going faster than no, 25. No, I, I really don't know. Yeah, I. Let's. let's it's call hard. It. It's let's hard. Call it at 35. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, I will do. I'll go. I'll go over to the site. Uh, with my engineer George, we'll measure it out. Yeah. We'll figure out exactly what speed you were Please, going. Yeah, no, for sure. Um, we'll need to see your bike, of course. Yeah, the, no, uh, I'll uh, when we get it back from the shop, yeah. it'll, uh, it'll make an appearance here for sure. But, but um, yeah, go on. So sorry. anyway, I'm going. I'm going full send down this hill. Um, it's a split second decision. It's literally maybe three seconds to do the the full thing. Um, so I'm thinking Ooh. it's like, all right, it's either I hit the brakes and flip over the bars, or I just take this jump at full speed and see what happens and unfortunately that's what did happen and um i don't really remember from like my perspective what happened but i did come off i did like a, almost a super jump uh, a superman jump where like my no feet were hanging shit, off the, yo you got a lot um, of air. i got hang time like oh um so <laughs> i came off hard like that smashed down um so wait, are you telling me you blacked out during this? I, no, I didn't black out. I, I just don't exactly remember. what It happened so quick. Yeah, you can't feel and it. And yeah, I got yeah. so fucking hurt after it that I was just kind of in such a daze. But I came down on both wheels um, off the bike. Only my arms were hanging on, uh, hanging Ooh, on to fuck. the bike. So my legs you are kind of, kind of dangling. Uh, my chin hit my um, stem. It's like the mid piece that holds the handlebars. Um, smacked my chin on that. And my arm got caught underneath the handlebars. And I came crashing down, so the metal I think pushed my uh, shoulder out. Holy shit! And, yeah. Yeah. I was I was sitting there stuck like this, and I'm like, oh fuck, like like something's not right. Um, JJ at this point is like, dude, he, he was freaking out. He like he yeah. thought I was really fucking I feel, banged up. I feel like and coming from somebody who like he obviously knows a little bit about the medical field for sure. Yeah. Um, like to see him concerned like that, I was like, fuck, oh, man, like it must have been that bad. He was gonna film it too, so I'm I'm kind of bummed out that he didn't. But, Dude, that would have been. Oh, uh, that shit could have yeah, gone viral. Dislocated my shoulder. Um, did you where? How did you get it back in? I so I was stuck like this. Um, I didn't really know what to do. I knew JJ would probably know how to pop it back in if we had to. Anyway, um, I kind of just rotated my like. I, I kind of flexed my trap almost, um, and did like a weird rotation almost subconsciously, and it just kind of popped back in. It was really weird. Pushed it back. Um, <laughs> but I was still, <laughs> I was still kind of, you know, obviously screwed up in my shoulder. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was at that time able to observe my other injuries. I had a, you probably still see a oh, little shit. bit of it yeah, here. Yeah, the handlebar around. actually slid all the way up my thigh. Um, I had a giant gash there. My knee was completely yeah. pressed in, um, pressed some, in. Some, some splash damage on the side here for sure. And my chin was... I didn't actually know my chin was bleeding until I looked down at my white shirt and I was just, like, covered there. But um, you're ready to get back so out So I was there. fucked up, yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, that it's, didn't, um, that can't. This is actually my second big fall. I, uh... That's this one, funny. Yeah, yeah, he... So... Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll, I keep I'll, I'll get into that Jack. one. Jack. Jack is here. <laughs> I haven't mentioned I, um... <laughs> this is the only one I've gotten hurt on so far, and I hope it's the last. I know it's unfortunately kind of... Been, inevitable that you will fall and injuries do happen so mm -hmm. um i don't wish it on anybody but it's kind of just the name of the game especially with this one, um dude. especially Mountain with biking, this yeah, yeah for sure you're, um, you're going through spells. rocks you're going through trees depending on how technical the trail is and I, i'm still a beginner on this man so like i just kind of bought a bike and, and said fuck it now i'm just trying to learn everything but that's how i learned that's the way to go so. that's how you should do it exactly yeah I, so, I don't expect myself to be a right pro in. the first time and it's kind of fun learning like i'm learning a lot about the bikes i've already fucked up on buying parts like that don't fit so like I, i've learned a lot too about the mechanics of these right um so that's cool but 
back to the fall, um, we were up at Willie P Trails. They have a insane park in Willie P. Yeah? Uh, bike park. I mean, they have the space for um, it. It leads over into North Halden and uh, Franklin Lakes. So it's like, a, it's really, it's huge, man. You can get lost in there really easily. Um, and me, JJ, Alex, and Connor were, were on a ride. We were absolutely tearing it up back there. It's really fun. Um, jumps? Were you hitting like jumps? Or is it just There's not so many jumps. Like... It's, it's more just kind of divots and a little, you know, berms, which are oh, those, right. like side things. Yeah, right, exactly. exactly. There's so a lot of that. Right. Um, yeah. A few technical trails, a lot of boulders and rocks, whatever. Um, some downhill, some uphill. It's, it's really consistent. It's as, as much downhill as there is, there's that much right. uphill. So it's not like you're, you know, getting half the battle. But Killing yourself. Exactly. Anything. Yeah, because yeah. it's, it's tiring, man, for sure. Um, but How long we, do you go for? I we just keep there, I'm curious. No, I'm yeah, curious. maybe... I've been there three times now. We've been there for maybe two and a half hours each time. Two hours. Yeah. No, we have Holy a good shit. time. Yeah. Um, like, well, we're not riding the whole time. We'll usually we'll stop somewhere and, like, chill. Just Smoke hang out on some rocks. Whatever. Yeah, no, for sure. Yeah, Bring some yeah. mud and, and do whatever else. Um, and that's exactly what, what we were doing this one time. And we finally decided to head back. Um, we went all the way through. And at this point, we're like, all right, let's head back. We'll, you know, go back to the car when we're, we're back. It's about, you know, the same length to ride that we did right. coming in. Yeah, yeah. Um, with even terrain. Yeah, exactly. And it was yeah, everything yeah. was going great, and uh, <laughs> literally the last. There's like one final drop, and it's a long hill. It's not steep, but it goes for a while, and it goes down. And there's some rocks, mostly mostly dirt. It's like on those massive boulders almost, um, that are just it's pure rock, like, yeah. uh, which is sketchy. But it's it's sketchy thinking about it. But when you're on a bike, like you you know going at a decent speed, you can handle it for sure. Uh, but this is the final run. The cars were down there. We were good. Uh, Connor goes. He's, like, already down. It's JJ, me, and Alex. And JJ's like, all right, let's just fucking send it. So JJ goes. I'm like, all right. I drop in right after him, maybe not even two seconds in. My front wheel flies off. No shit. I'm going no. downhill like this. So I'm on an angle now like this, and my wheel is coming this way, coming out. So I do a full front flip. Um, on the rock? there on the rock Holy on the massive fuck. rock i do a full front flip i somehow do a spring off of my hands so like i was going face first like literally right into the rock and i kind of pushed myself up and did like a backhand spring um i landed on my back like this um the bike smashes down oh, on my legs fuck, man. Uh, but i didn't have any cuts i was literally unscathed like nothing hit me nothing hurt me whatever did you lose the um, wind or some shit no or? no i i got up and i was just kind of yeah? sitting there and i'm like <laughs> fuck it like no shit, warrior. like what the fuck happened? Alex now is like, is like, dude, dude, dude. He's holding my wheel. I'm like, what? like no, something, like something's not right. Like there's no way that fucking happened. Um, and he's like, bro, he's like, you went down and your wheel just literally flew out from underneath you. Um, turns out one of the there's a little quick release handle on the side they call it. Somehow maybe a rock kicked it out or something. It was loose. Uh, so that's, that's how the crazy. wheel came out. But. No wheel wobble before that, nothing. The bike felt completely fine. I came into this not even, like, not expecting it to happen at all. Um, yeah. And I was good. Blessed. Seriously, that's, man. Yeah, I mean, that's we something we, really... Honestly, we don't wear helmets. Like, we don't we don't wear anything. Like, I went in there with a fucking guinea tee on and maybe a pair of shorts and these same shoes. Yeah, but that's uh, something you can't even, like, really play. So, well, I guess you could check all the bolts every exactly, time you yeah, go out. No, but for like, sure. For sure. It, it was... I honestly think that was just a, like a freak accident. I exactly, think. exactly. Like, Looking back on it, like that. my wheel, there was it was weird when I when I first dropped in, there was like a little like here's the rock, 
it co comes like this. It was almost like half, it was like the radius of my wheel. Like it, my wheel fit perfectly in this little divot there. Okay. That's what I fell into. And I'm thinking maybe it somehow grabbed onto it. Maybe it was a little less and hooked my tire and my weight of some somehow sort. Somehow had it, yeah. Going push forward, somehow ripped it out. Pulled it out. I, I, I don't know, but I don't really don't plan on doing that again <laughs> but again I'm, I'm i'm super happy that i'm that i'm good man yes yeah yeah dude. but that's Lucky, uh that's but... two serious falls i've had so far um, pretty early into the career and, but yeah get him sure. out of the way now no, that's what i'm you saying what I'm, I'm saying. like I, I i i somehow made it out of both of them maybe the second one wasn't the easiest walk in the park for sure i was banged up for a few days like my mm -hmm. legs were so bruised but that's really um, the way to learn. But shit, that's minor, dude. minor stuff. I don't, I don't mind. I have a decent pain tolerance, and I kind of enjoy that. Like just doing from from doing action sports and whatever else, just growing up, like skimboarding, snowboarding, riding BMX on the street mm. when you're a kid. Like, dude, you always fall. You always do something stupid. So well, that's I'm just exactly it is, it is that. It's, I think know, that's exactly is, how I I kind of picked up snowboarding pretty quick. Like just yeah, because no, for sure. be, just not those. having not having any fear. Of falling, yeah, like I actually didn't go. give no, up. You literally have to go. Like, that's the. I think the biggest thing is when people hesitate, and that, I guess this is in any, really in anything, but mm -hmm. hesitation's the worst thing, dude. Like if you're gonna go, like that's kind of what I did when I hit this jump the second time and fell. Um, like you were I kind of sure what out, you were gonna do. Right, like I wasn't there, sure. Yeah. Like I wasn't sure. Like should I break or should I just send it? Like maybe if I knew I was actually gonna gonna send it because it happened so if quick. If your mind was in um, send mode, right, your feet exactly. are in place, your exactly. everything's. Um, like, I would have gotten wicked air but there's a greater chance that i maybe would have landed it who knows and or at least two, if landed, I landed, a little better exactly yeah, yeah. yeah the way i landed was was not right like mm -hmm. i should have i feel like i should have been more banged up but now you know sport. now you know like it's something i've even had to yeah. tell myself because i i would go after some big ass jumps and snowboarding after like my third or oh, fourth no, time out there for sure yeah yeah, yeah. I fucking and like catching i realized i was like like after the first one or two where I kind of like hurt my legs on the fall even though it wasn't so bad I was like your problem is you're not going fast enough yeah. like your problem is you're not like locked in enough the whole time yeah. you gotta just stay no, in that exactly. same zone and then it's you may not even land it but it'll be more you, it'll be something you can repeat you yeah. know what I'm saying no, totally, next time totally. yeah, yeah. it's definitely all repetitive like you're I, who lands a trick like their first time like mm. realistically man um, and even if you do land it the first time, like you probably won't get it the next few times and then you'll pick it up again. Um, exactly, but yeah. it's, it's really, it's kind of the risk you got to take. Unfortunately, like you just got to do it. Um, and if you don't want to do it, then get the fuck off then the mountain, don't. for example. Like, yeah. no, literally, you maybe it's not like, you know, it's, it's, it, it is what it is, but, um, <laughs> it's, yeah, man, but that shit's so fun. Like I remember, especially yeah. with snowboarding and learning snowboarding, I was, I just fell in love with that. So Dude, bad. that's so also there's a very low like i i mean whatever wear a helmet don't up to you yeah, i don't yeah. care but um but there's a pretty low risk in my opinion with snowboarding for some reason you're on snow like yeah there is ice Not out totally. there and there's different conditions you can look at like don't get me wrong but the majority of it you get some powdery snow no, dude. No, for sure. most of your falls are just cold like it's that's yeah a, no I, I would agree and it's like it's I mean, so different from falling on a bike, for example. Like, mm -hmm. dude, that's a In giant metal object that you're falling on with sharp-ass gears, a chain, and, like, Smokes. a pair of, Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, your board is just literally, you know, a piece of fiberglass. Or and you're connected. Like you like, don't really it, ever hit your it's own It's never going to, you know, yeah, it's, yeah. it's rare that, like, you know, it'll come back and hit you in the back of the head or something like yeah, that. So. Yeah, yeah. 
so for sure. But I've had, I've had some <laughs> nasty snowboarding falls too. But I've never been seriously injured. Knock on wood yeah, for sure. Me neither. Um, but you know, you kind of learn your limits. Like I'm not. I'm not going to the X Games. I'm not going to the Olympics. Like for for example, like I never learned those that jump limits. that I did on the bike. Like I really that was all, like I just did it for it was stupid as hell. I don't know why I did it. I just kind of did it. But like I had no business Same really time. hitting that jump Whole yet. Set. Like, um, and I'm happy I did it. Like I don't I don't really care. Like it's I, now fine, I know it's right? like I didn't You're have okay. any I didn't have any fear doing that. And if you guys look at that jump, like maybe I'll try and get a picture. <laughs> it's the sketchiest thing ever, dude. Like you land in like a bunch of sharp sticks and stuff, like. It's it's made for somebody to die on it. Unfortunately, that was me, um, but I, I came back. And there's that my body imprint is actually still in the in the dirt there. My friends went back and they were looking at it. And there's a there's still like my handlebars like pressed in and like my who knows like arm or elbow pressed into the dirt, which is really funny. Yeah, they're That's they're great. making yeah, a mold of it and they're gonna keep it there. It. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, man. Your Good, body uh, is actually imprinted somewhere else in the world. Um, and something I, I wanted to get to here. You're Max's time in Hungary. Um, yes. Yeah, 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 for yeah, sure, yeah. For sure. He's gonna get a pad there very soon. Yeah. <laughs> once, once the Procreate sponsorship would, uh, comes in. Yeah, I would absolutely. He's gonna have a pad there. there. Um, so it was, it was originally through school, right? Correct. Yeah. That, so, another thing through school. Yeah. So uh, going back to what I said about Montclair before, um, when I did go on that visit, that was my first time, like really seeing what their program had to offer. Um, I saw the Movado thing; that was perfect. And uh, speaking with the, the head of the department and everything, at, um, everything else after that, like tour I took, um, he told me about this opportunity. He's actually from Hungary, which is funny. He told, oh yeah. So the school that I studied abroad at overseas in Hungary, um, he was originally a teacher at. Um, he did live there at the time, and then eventually came to the U.S. Um, but he had this awesome relationship with the school that, you know, he did teach at, um, and they had this study abroad pr program for us. Um, somehow that school, or, you know, by, thank God, by chance, uh, that school actually has a program with Mercedes-Benz where they do multiple projects, multiple That's student sick. projects with, you know, mm -hmm. the, the students there and whatever else. Um, and as soon as I heard that from his mouth, that was like the cherry on top. I was like, this is it. Like, like I said, no other school that I went on tour in the area at least, unless I was looking at in Cali, which I really wasn't, though they do have awesome car design programs there. Um, nothing had anything like that. Like, not only was it just a Movado project now, but like a Mercedes-Benz project. Right. Like, that's two crazy opportunities. Um, and that was my mindset, was to go in there and, and you know go to school at Montclair and do all of that. I wanted to place first in the, in the watch project. that came in second, but I still placed. So like that was one accomplishment that I got done. Um, and then right after that, that ended the in fall you fall said, semester right? yeah, of yeah. my junior year um that february we left for hungary me and uh three of my other classmates two of them were really close with me my my really good friends um from school one other kid he was a little bit older in our program um not really gonna get into him he was maybe a story for another time he was a little strange okay um but maybe we'll, we'll get into it maybe, um, maybe but anyway we'll see um i had to go out go out there with my friends and uh yeah we pretty much so you didn't almost, stay right. You didn't stay at the school. You stayed. No, no, yeah. So yeah, we did have to. Um, we did have to find an apartment. So we we set in stone that we were going to go to Hungary. Maybe end of December. Like it was right after the semester. That fall semester ended. Um, yeah. That's what that, that was our deadline um, to submit our applications for study abroad. Uh, luckily, all to get picked, obviously. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, and after that, it was uh, yeah, look for an apartment pretty much that had four people. You know, washing machine, all the stuff that you really need to to, to live. 
Um, and I didn't really know what I was getting myself into, to be honest. Like, my friends and I, like, we would meet up. Uh, we weren't in school at the time. We were on break. Um, we were on break, so we would meet up maybe two times a week and, uh, you know, just look for places to live. And uh, we found a really cool spot, um, kind of like the ghetto area of Hungary, which we didn't know until yeah. we got there. Um, and February... When did I leave? I think it was, no, January, actually. January 31st, I believe, is when we, we took off for Hungary. It was a 12-hour 12 hour flight. We got there. Um, we landed in Zurich, actually, first in Switzerland. I was going to ask, yeah. That was our layover. Or, yeah, um, so that was the first piece of Europe, I guess, that I saw. Um, and it was so weird, man. Never, never you had never out, been over? Never been out of the country oh, okay. before. Uh, so that was my first time. Not only was I just going out of the country, but I'm actually living there for you know, a certain amount of time. Yeah. Well, originally um, you thought, what, five months? Yeah, it was were, supposed to be yeah. five months, and then it did extend to around 11 months, which I'll get into in a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, we had a layover in Switzerland, and then it was maybe another two and a half hours to get to Hungary from there. Um, landed in a semi-snowstorm. It was, you know, winter, obviously, or winter, obviously, January, over yeah, there, too. Yeah, yeah. Um, so it wasn't the it was most snowy. welcoming environment, I would say. Um, it was really snowy. It was really wet and just kind of damp. Um, the Hungarian language can be a little off-putting sometimes, even if, you know, if somebody's it's, not it's coming rough, off right. Yeah, it's a little yeah, rough, yeah, uh, which I kind of expected. Portuguese is kind of the same. Um, it's a little, but like, pair, Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Like, pair that with the, the atmosphere. It was kind of, um, like, depressing in a way. A little and scary. I was like, walking I was like, into shit, man, maybe like, I'm going to Yeah, live but, here. you know, I'm, yeah. not even, I'm not even remotely close to my home. Um, I'm out here now, and I have a task to do, pretty much. And it's like, you know, do this awesome so project. So, the thing that he went there to do was a project for Mercedes-Benz. Correct, yeah. yeah so yeah. we did, um, uh, of course, I'm studying product design at Montclair. So in order to get, um, you know, credits for going overseas, I do have to, you know, follow something within my major. Car design is a spinoff of almost uh, industrial design. It's another branch of that. Um, and that's not taught at Montclair, but they do have a specific program for that at the school in, in Hungary. Um, so I'm a car oh, guy. My friends cool, are car yeah. guys. Uh, that was a no-brainer for us. We said, let's absolutely do it. Um, plus, like I said, I've never been to uh, Europe before, so um, this is the best opportunity. Dude, to I do think it I compared could. to, like, um, like, look at the other abroad internships yeah. that people do. They go around different places. Like, you went there for a project for Mercedes. No, That's, exactly. like, um, in Hungary. I really had a, yeah, no, I had a, sick, I had a mission to do, to, to do there, seriously. Yeah. Um, and it's, it's funny, because you hear study abroad, and everybody's like, Italy, France, this, whatever. Um, and I was telling people I'm going to Budapest. Most people don't even know <laughs> where the fuck that is. Like, So it was, um, it was in Budapest? It was in Budapest. Saying, so, like, kind of the ghetto part, yeah, but so, um, the um, I'll get back, Budapest. yeah, so we did, you know, we did land in a um, little bit harsh conditions there, whatever. Uh, taxi took us to, from the airport to our new place. Uh, we had all our stuff. I literally had my entire life in my suitcases. Um, and it was taking us to our new home for the time being. Yeah, they kind of just dropped us off on this sidewalk. There's, like, this old kind of run-down gate and, uh, with a keypad. Uh, the old uh, groundskeeper, I want to call him. Super nice guy. We actually got really cool with him. He didn't speak a lick of English, though, so nobody, <laughs> we never knew what he was saying to us. Um, it all seemed good, so I'm just going to keep it at that. But, yeah, he seemed happy. Um, he kind of, there was, like, a little slit in the door. He kind of, like, opened it up. Um, cause we rang the bell. Um, he opens it up. We're trying to explain to him, you know, what's going on. And luckily our landlord had, was already actually up in our apartment. So he came down, he actually spoke really good English. Um, so we were able to, you know, take it from there and go. But, uh, next thing I knew, yeah, I was in a completely new place. Um, didn't know anything about my surroundings at all. I kind of went in there blind too. I really didn't do much research on the city. 
Um, yeah, yeah. I didn't have you know, a look you, at a lot of pictures. How would you get food? Did you know any no, of this I shit No, uh, I didn't yeah. look into anything. I kind of just how to wanted get to... Bud. <laughs> I didn't um I didn't want to I didn't want to spoil it for myself not like I would but I really was like keen on the fact of like going in there and not like just being placed somewhere and almost like you know figure it out finding like, yourself yeah luckily yeah, I wasn't yeah, alone yeah. I had my friends so like that was kind of our main objective yeah. was like let, let's just figure it out it's we're in a city it's not like we're in the middle of absolutely nowhere we're in a city um a city that actually works you know very similar to the ones that we have around here and it's it's not much different man um, food spots everywhere, tram system, taxis, whatever. It's not like New York City for sure, um, yeah. but it's it's a beautiful little European city. Um, and we had was when we got there. I think it was February first. School tar- started in three weeks after that, so we had three weeks to kind of understand our surroundings and you know start oh, yeah, learning that's things. Cool. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we went up to the school. Started. There's there's actually two campuses uh, completely on the opposite side, so like we're kind of in the middle of the city. One school is over here. One school is over here. Um, luckily, we were on a main road, though. Um, it's what they call the 4-6 tram. Four goes this way. Six goes this way. So that was how we would get back and forth. Um, and everything's on that strip. Every restaurant, um, every place you want to go, every bar really is all on that strip. So it was super convenient. Um, yeah, I mean, we kind of just got acquainted with our new surroundings. and. Mm-hmm. So um, on that strip, where's where's Max's spot on the, on the Budapest strip? What like a like a bar type thing? Bar or food like there what's... was um I would have to say Jack would die. I, I can't remember the name. So there's a lot of um there's a lot of Mediterranean um I guess influence in terms of food. Um, a lot of like kebab. Is that is that Mediterranean? I don't even kebab. know. Yeah yeah, yeah like kebab, kebab um, gyro gyros gyros falafel, whatever lady, falafel stuff like yeah. that. There's a lot of a lot of that there. Um, and uh, those they literally <laughs> they li- like they litter the uh, the strip there, but the food is so good you can't complain. Um, but there was one that was uh, a little kebab joint, and then in the basement was this sketchy ass hookah bar. Oh yeah. Um, that we went to a few times when when Jack and my family <laughs> were up there, not with my family of course, but uh, uh, my my roommate at the time joined us. Um, so that place was really cool, but dude, it was like super underground, like dark as hell, like. So we're blowing clouds like this hookah it was sick. Um, I think so. Yeah, I can't remember. Egyptian um, hookah. That's that's a good spot. And then there was an outdoor bar called Zarath, um, which was this sick place, man. I met so like that's kind of where everybody would flock to. I noticed when the weather would get warmer. Um, awesome outdoor bar, really big space too, um, and they had these cool, I guess terraces that you could all you could sit on, and they went for a while. Um, really mm-hmm. nice grass area, cool lights and stuff like that. Really awesome scene. Yeah. Um, and a lot of tourists would flock there, so I would go there with my friends. And we would drink on on the weekends. Um, we'd meet people, people from America. Yeah. We'd meet people from all over the place, um, who you know would hear us speak, you know, English, really right. good and English, then, so they knew that we were obviously traveling. Um, and you know, we tell them what we were doing in the city and whatever else. And we we got really cool with some people. Met um, a lot of people. Around there. Yeah, we met yeah, this. Yeah. Uh, we met this millionaire. His name is Jason. Um, he just decided to, he hit it big with Bitcoin or something. I, I this guy could have been lying, but right. the shit that I saw this guy doing was unreal. He had to have been fucking well off. Um, but he heard me and my buddy talking about a UFC or something when we were uh, just sitting there drinking beers, and he's like, "Oh, you, you guys from the states? This and that." He's like, I'm, "I just got here from Boston. Like, I'm living here for a few months. I got an apartment." Um, so we chilled with him that whole night. Uh, he had a Bud Connect already from like he's been there for maybe like three days. Uh-huh. He had Doug, so we were chilling, dude. We hit the, every bar up and down this strip, and then we went back to his flat. Dude, this place was unreal. 
Um, oh shit! Super luxurious, like how old was this guy? Like, dude, maybe in his forties, bro. No. Oh, forties, dude. Oh, okay. He was old as hell. Um, and like he smoked, we smoked, we drank together, whatever. And uh, he was just cool. Like he, you know, he didn't know anybody else in the city, so like he knew that we were American. Mm-hmm. Um, and we would just chill with him, not often, but like you know, maybe two or three times a month, he'd call us up and be like, "Hey, you know, I got some bud, whatever. You want to come by, have some beers?" I was just so you um, were you were mentioning he got a bud connect in like three days. Yeah. So what his <laughs> so he was telling us, um, he's like he's like, bro, as soon as I got here, it was on Tinder immediately. He's like, I've been banging the chick every night, like all this stuff. He's like, um, and one of the girls that he was with, I guess you know, maybe her brother or somebody sold, and he just yeah. he got a connect. So. Um, but it's really sketchy there in terms of buying stuff off the street, man. Um, the- <laughs> did you ever? Did you ever dabble in that? So yeah, <laughs> we, uh, uh, my family was up, and it was me and Jack. Um, we were walking around the streets, whatever. <laughs> we're, we're looking for Bud for sure. Um, my roommate, who was back, um, back at the at the, the flat at the time, um, he smokes too. So we're like, oh, dude, how perfect would it be, like? bring back like an eighth or something we could just chill at this like i had my own place dude. i could do whatever the fuck i wanted there i could smoke on my own couch i could do all this stuff so it was sick um so like dude let's cop like me and my buddy had gotten a little bit of nug the previous few weeks and we already made a gravity bong out of a fucking whey protein container let's go dude, yeah yeah it shredded so we were good <laughs> <laughs> we were we were golden and um I don't even remember really how it happened. Like, dude, we left, like, a restaurant we were at with our parents and, like, turned a corner, and some guy literally... Like, Jack and I already had the motive to, like, try and find it, but, dude, some guy already... He sensed that motive. He, he, yeah, yeah. He was, a like... A good dealer can, can do that. So... That's Spidey sense. He comes it. out, he's, like, you know, obviously in broken English, saying, you know, marijuana, marijuana, whatever. Um, <laughs> he just walked up dude, to you saying oh, that? Yeah, pulls out a fat bag, man. <laughs> fat bag of, of actual nug. He's, like, smelled this shit. Smelled it, whatever. It was, it was dank. So I'm, like, all right, cool. I don't know. Yeah, we we paid this guy a ridiculous amount of money for for a, a lot less bud than we were, you know, would get. But at the time, it was all we could get, and who knows? We had extra money laying around. It didn't matter. We just wanted to smoke. What's money called? There? Um, so they have uh, they use the forint. It's called forint. the Hungarian yeah, forint. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Forint. It goes in thousands instead of yeah. So like I five dollars, I think is. 2,500 foreign, so it's it's weird Oof. how it all works out, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's really yeah. easy, obviously. So I was doing it for a while. Yeah, so yeah, knew. once you're with it. Um, yeah. But anyway, yeah, this guy, uh, we paid this guy a ridiculous amount of money. He slips me the bag, whatever. Um, dude, we're, we're fucking hyped. We're like, we're gold. I, I called my boy on the phone. I'm like, I'm like, yo, um, we just copped. Like, get this shit ready. Like, we'll be, we'll be back at the place in like five minutes, whatever. Um, <laughs> we get back. We're all so psyched, man. We're like, perfect. Just want to smoke. To Just go. chill. Um, Jack starts opening the bag, whatever. My friend is like, he's like, yo, that doesn't smell like bud. And, like, Jack's unwrapping it and wrapping it. All oregano, dude. All oregano, bro. All dude. oregano. That's there was why, not that's one why ounce the guy... of bud. Um, I, I was stupid. As, I think I was so excited. And, like, obviously Jack was there. Like, we were down to smoke. I think I was – I. In a better state of mind, I would have never fell for this shit, but I think I was at the time. I had a few beers in me, too, so I was, like, just kind of down for anything and, like, maybe a Dude, little excited about like it. Dude, I feel like any guy probably who says marijuana on the street to the next person probably isn't selling marijuana. Yeah, well, you'd that be surprised, be, man, yeah? unfortunately. Yeah, it's, uh, it's a little weird over there. Um, I've seen cops, different. like, drinking on the street. Like, it's... it's <laughs> no, I'm being serious. Like, yeah. it's not a... It's... <laughs> 
you can get away with a lot of shit there, especially like th- okay. this guy was not only by himself. He well, was right, with but a large would group any of people, like, dealer really like people who sell weed no, don't so have a lot of I trouble may have, selling weed? Right. No, I, I may have. Um, well, he definitely knew. Obviously, we were speaking perfect English, so he was mm-hmm. like, "All right, I can get these kids, no problem, probably." Okay. Um, and he also like he wasn't screaming it. He kind of like tapped me on the shoulder and he like showed me the bag. Like he didn't actually say like, "Oh, marijuana over here." Like um, <laughs> as soon as he yeah, showed me yeah, the bag, yeah. he was like, "You know, marijuana." marijuana. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. So that's what I what I got sucked into. Mm-hmm. That, that's mm-hmm. a funny story. It sucked at the time. Uh, fucking rips didn't. me and my brother off and my boy. Fucking scumbag. Ridiculous. Um, for for how many for what? Yeah, no, it's, probably thousands and thousands. It wore off. Of I think I had, I think Jack and I let we like. We bounced in the apartment because him and my parents were staying a little bit further down on that same main road, maybe like six tram stops or something, so not that far. Uh, I took him home, and then uh, that spot that we caught the bud was actually on my way back home. So I kind of went. I didn't walk back over there, but I just kind of scoped it out to see if that guy was still there. Not like I was going to do anything, but I just wanted to see if he was like doing this to other people because I was really curious. Oh, yeah. You Um, you were going to stop him in the... the Yeah, like... as I would have screamed because the, the police are coming. Don't it's a Yeah, no, exactly, exactly. Um, but it, it was what it was. So. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that's that's a really funny story now. But um. Um. Anyway, so let's get back to like why you're why you're in Hungary here. So, what you're working with Mercedes Mercedes Benz? Are you doing a model for a new car? Uh, like so, yeah, essentially, yeah. Um, so we didn't really know what the you know what briefing was for the project um so like i said we started school maybe three way three weeks after we got there um we met the, all the kids in the, in the class that were going to be there with us uh, a few of them had actually traveled to new jersey and went to montclair for a few days oh um, um, just and it, yeah uh, they were just like a vacation thing they went to the school because the, the montclair and the school over there have a decent relation relationship they have some type of um life. so a few of the kids had actually been to montclair before and uh they knew our professor they're very friendly over there um they really did take us in under their wing i was i was ready to be like go out guns blazing like uh like full competition mode like these kids because i've seen like i know the, the mentality of like overseas like oh how yeah. it is. um and it's hardcore man it's some serious talent out there so i knew i had to fill like I had to fill some voids. Like, I really had to get mm-hmm, my, my game mm-hmm. intact. But they were super, like, supportive, always helped us out. Um, really awesome. That's interesting. What do you mean by, like, competitive? It's intense. It's, uh, that, it's, that field of it's work is It's not a competition. Yeah. Uh, car design, I would say, is probably the most competitive field in the design realm, for sure. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like, not everybody is submitting And Europe's their, big for that. Germany. Exactly. Yeah, for sure. German dude, for car, sure. A lot of the guys that, yeah. that I went to school with there uh, had multiple been, internships with Mercedes yeah. already. Um, Porsche, one of my buddies, one of my really good friends, after we left, had gotten an internship with Porsche. Um, one more, I can't remember where he went. I think it was in Italy. It might have been Alfa Romeo. I can't remember. But, like, there's a, yeah, yeah, no, dude, there's dope. some top-tier kids over there, man. Um, and this project, unfortunately, wasn't a sports car or the next F1 or something like that. It was actually just a truck. Um, not just... Not just a truck, essentially. It's it's what they call an Unimog. It's actually not in the U.S. It's only reserved for, for Europe. Um, I think the only person in the States to have one is actually Arnold Schwarzenegger. He has one. No shit. Yeah. Yeah, yeah he got it imported somehow. Who knows? When you got money like that, you can do whatever you yeah, want. Yeah. Um, but yeah, he's got like the only one in the U.S. What is um, an Unimog? It's essentially a massive utility vehicle. But it can, it doesn't have to be massive. It really depends on what it's tackling. Um, a lot of the trucks are used for um, 
basic construction or like in a timber yard carrying logs so they're 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 like tools almost that's what the word unimog means i believe is like tool of some sort in, in german somehow mm-hmm. um so it's like a yeah no yeah, yeah <laughs> exactly yeah, yeah, yeah. um but what's cool is like that that doesn't sound very exciting so they spice it up a little bit with like the brief was design this truck for the year 2030 so they always this is a, this is a com- oh, okay. this is a common thing in, in car design and, and probably most other design agencies like they're always looking ahead like they don't want to design for now you want to design for 10 years in the future because they probably have you're the next always three years already done, exactly honestly. oh for sure yeah Absolutely. because they have to start producing um, testing and all that shit right so yeah. now we we also had the freedom to you know i guess assign what our unimog is going to be doing um so knowing that I uh, I'm I'm pretty big with animals and stuff like that over in uh, you know like poaching and stuff. I'm not a you know what I mean like anti poaching. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. So that's kind of what my Unimog was based around. It was a you know a utility truck that these anti poaching soldiers can use to you know better kind of combat the fight of mm-hmm. like you know poaching and anti poaching. Mm-hmm. Um, and pretty essentially, unique, dude, that's pretty. Cool. It's yeah, yeah no, yeah, it's yeah, I think yeah. it had a good message. Um, and I was really into it. Like, I was kind of struggling in the beginning. Like, what the hell do I do? Like, yeah, these... what does a poacher need? No, or exactly. An anti... No, not even a poacher, well, it took an me, anti-poacher. It took me a while to even come to the realization that I was going to do that for the project. Mm-hmm. Like, in the beginning, like I said, dude, I was super overwhelmed over there because we saw what the kids were doing and we're like, fuck, not only are we going up against this, not like it's a competition, but, like, you know, you want to obviously... You want to be on par at least. Yeah, no, yeah, totally. Yeah. Um, so... How you came to... Yeah, um, no, exactly. Um, so that wasn't my first, like, choice. I had gone through a decent amount of presentations um, of, you know, concept ideas that I could do. Um, some were, like, you know, uh, snow rescue. Like, really just basic stuff. And I really wasn't... I wasn't satisfied with, like, what I was going to be doing. Like, um, so I was getting really discouraged. And uh, I did follow this, uh, like, Rhino Savers page on Instagram. And I was scrolling through their <laughs> stuff. And I'm like, wait, like, this is fucking perfect. Um, I was looking at this guy's yeah no exactly like I was looking at this guy's page is awesome like he had like they're pretty much military like a lot of retired military guys and and, uh, law enforcement will actually go over there and and do some time and work with like the anti-poaching agencies it's Mm -hmm, a real thing mm -hmm. like they're they're trained guys with real guns and real equipment and real everything Um, so I was just looking at the stuff they had and I was like dude they're using like recycled pickup trucks and you know old old school Humvees which like it's not modern at all like you, you need something more serious than that so that's the opportunity i saw to like really capitalize on that and be mm-hmm, like you know what mm-hmm. if i designed um because just through basic research i actually reached out to that page and he told me some you know some stuff oh yeah um, he you were like yeah what type funny. of things would you <laughs> yeah like I, I got some got some insight from him and he actually thought i think he might maybe misunderstood what i was asking He's like you're gonna make me a car yeah, he something? actually thought that i was like i <laughs> i mentioned that i was studying with mercedes-benz and like this is my project but i think he took that as like oh wait this kid's actually gonna maybe like really make Give this us for a us mercedes yes. um which unfortunately wasn't the case i yeah, had to tell yeah, him multiple yeah. times i'm like hey man like i'm just a student like this and that it was really funny um, but he gave me some sick info and some sick insight on like what they need and what they use and you know how many people they work with and uh, typically it's six six guys to a team. They'll usually have one to two canines with them. So I knew that all going in one in. truck or all in uh, one truck. Yeah. yeah. So I needed something something big that can hold all that. Not only just them, but the equipment and whatever else they can use. 
Um, Two canines, six people. That's our yeah. that's pretty pretty no, large. No, it's a decent amount of guys. Um, all Any even, unique type of thing you'd need for a car. Yeah, like no, two spots totally, for, totally. Yeah, yeah. I'll even I'll send you some some pictures of of this stuff from my portfolio too, okay, um, to get people a little bit better visual. Yeah. Because yeah, um, yeah. it is kind of hard to, to. I can't really. It's, I don't exactly. know what an uni when you see is, it. No, so, it, exactly. Yeah. And most people don't. I didn't know what it was. Yeah. yeah. Um, I'll send you some some images of that stuff too. Um, but it's when you're doing something like this, like research is so key. Like if I didn't reach out to that guy, like everything I did could have just been specula- speculating. Like yeah. Maybe they had eight totally. guys. Maybe they had ten. Like you know what I mean? Like stuff like that. So I got those real answers from him, and I was like, perfect. Like that's all I need now. I can build everything around that, um, and make this like this futuristic sick truck. Like Dude, that doesn't exactly smart. have to, to, to reach be, out to like an it, actual guys doing yeah, it. That's no, like, totally, totally. Um, kind of perfect. And what's even better too is like like I said, in, the field is very technical as well as it is creative, but. The design that I did, it's, again, you were looking forward in the future. So I can get away with a lot of stuff that maybe I couldn't do in, like, a real production item. Um, so that's where the, the creative concept-esque kind of stuff comes from. So, like, everything I did had to make sense, but it didn't exactly have to be realistic. Like, the size of the tires that I did maybe, you know, wouldn't be actually used. It would be something a little smaller, maybe a little bigger. Uh, um, but I had that you don't. you also don't freedom. know what's cost exactly. efficient. Yeah, no, and, and it's, like, it doesn't yeah. even really delve into that, which yeah. is really cool. Um so you're kind of free to just make something, you know, sick that, you know, does everything that you set out to do. Um, and, yeah, it was, it was, it was awesome. I uh, presented to Mercedes five times. So we were originally supposed to, the duration of my time there, like I think we were mentioning before, yes, yeah, was yeah. only supposed to be five months or so. Um, we didn't know that this project would actually extend past the spring ex- uh, spring semester and into the fall semester of, of that next year. You had no clue. I had no idea. Was this a plan? Um, like like would that was that something you probably should have known or no? Not that necessarily. Kind of my uh, my professor from Montclair uh, from the school didn't even know they they were that long. So oh, but shit. this is where I ran into a little bit of a pickle now because I'm a junior at this point. Um, I needed an internship to to graduate. Uh, doing an internship while doing my senior year project would have been absolute hell, which I actually ended up doing anyway. Yeah. Um, but in order to get hungry. credits for the internship and just to get it out of the way, God forbid, maybe I didn't get that internship senior year. Um, us staying for the extended time and finishing out the project um, was enough to take care of those credits because we were okay. actually we were working hands on with like the Mercedes designers. Like it wasn't just us doing all this stuff. Um, they would come maybe two or three times a month. And you know, work with us, and, and you know, really spend the time. Maybe forty five minutes. Look at your shit. Yeah, show exactly. you some shit. Show us some stuff, and you know, maybe they had some ideas for us. While you know, we didn't see them the last time. Dude, that is amazing. Um, actually, you met. So that with was fucking yeah. So um, Mercedes I, Budapest. Yeah. <laughs> if I uh, if I stayed for the time that I was supposed to stay, I would have had a completely unfinished product uh, project. So we all made the decision, and we we're like, let's just stay. Whatever. It's you know, we're. It's summertime now, like, we're in Europe, like, yeah, we're in school still, and we're still doing this project, but there's so much out here to see, like, why cut it short? We didn't Mm -hmm. even travel that much by that time, too. We still wanted to do a lot more of that. I wasn't just going to go out there for school, like, I still wanted to see stuff. Mm -hmm. Um, But, yeah, we we did present to to the Mercedes designers, like, five five times. times. Yeah. Um, did they were they us, planning on taking any of these models, or it's really no. just to look at? It's school no, it's work. it's really just yeah, schoolwork, yeah. and it's uh, for a lot of these kids. Maybe not so much but in my awesome case because I was going home, but like a lot of these kids use these presentations and whatever else to showcase their work, of course, Resume and to potentially get an yeah. internship, which can of course lead to a job. Um, 
So it, it's big, man. And well, I, that's I took a huge it, I took it really seriously. You'll always yeah. have. Yeah, we yeah. Were, um, we were, you know, by the going in there, man, I, I, I didn't know much. Like, I didn't realize how much I didn't know, actually. Um, <laughs> that's a good No, way. seriously, I looked at... That's uh, how I feel Like, we saw some of these, these kids' works, uh, work and whatever, you know, previous projects they've already done with Mercedes. They had, like, five of them in their portfolio already. Amazing work. I'd never seen renders like this or sketches, and I'm like, fuck, I gotta step my game up now. Like, this is serious. And our first presentation, like, highlighted that so severely, man. I got, like, not humiliated, but... Um, and they were super nice about it, but, like, they were, like, pretty much saying everything I did was shit. Yeah? So I got out of there. My one boy got it a lot worse than I did. Um, so I wasn't that upset. And I was also, like, you know what, dude? It's my first shot at car design. It's also my, you know, whole different atmosphere here. Like, I wasn't that upset, but I knew I had to bring it, like, the next few presentations. Um, and over the course of those other presentations, I was praised multiple times by them just for, you know, taking their feedback and, you know, really moving up on it. And showing it in Um, your work. And just, you know, my progression, like, the renders I did for my absolute final on that, compared to what I was doing, like, for the first presentation, it's, like, night and day. Um, And they were were super psyched about that. Definitely Um, a great experience. And I was chosen to, uh, we got to, at the the final, final, so there was five presentations in school. The sixth one, is in October in this beautiful hall that was rented out by Mercedes. They were showcasing their new, uh, one of their new models. It was a concept car that they really had a realistic, you know, version of. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's where we we're going to present our work. Um, so a lot of Mercedes, you know, the guys that we've already been working with, um, the head of design for Mercedes, uh, can't think of his name, Gordon Wagner. Oh shit! Um, yeah, that name even rings a bell. In he's my head. Uh, he's this he's the head of design for Mercedes. He was there. Uh, really big names in, in like the car industry were there, and we got to present our in work on a them. massive TV, dude. It was huge. Um, in front of them, and anybody who wanted to come in and see the presentation could, and it was like a big hit, dude. Like a lot of people were there. Um, super fancy red carpets, like it was ridiculous. I have pictures of that too. I'll send you. Um, open bar, like it was. It was fucking ridiculous, man. Um, but it was awesome. That was like the absolute final. We were uh, two days after that was our time to leave. Um, wow. And yeah, uh, not only I have a lifetime. I, exactly. Yeah, yeah, like yeah, I, yeah. I forgot to mention before, like um, for this final presentation, um, all the 3D models and data that I made for my truck um, was actually 3D printed by Mercedes. They shipped it to the school in Budapest. Um, we pieced everything together. Uh, my, a fucking my, vehicle? No, not that big, but oh, like okay. a, a, a ten scale model. model. Yeah, I'll, I'll send okay. you. You'll see the pictures of yeah, it later. Yeah, yeah. Um, Oh, I, think I was my, thinking that's that would be crazy. <laughs> my truck, I think, had like eight pieces or something, so I had them all printed separately. I pieced them together, we painted them, we did the whole nine yards, um, and that was on uh, on display also at the um, at that big show. I was just mentioning. Yeah. Now, my big thing was I wanted that model so bad, so I'm like, I'm like, that, we already asked. We're like, hey, uh, can but we they take these printed models it. Home? They made yeah, it. Right? Yeah, 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 yeah. So. Um, we had all our stuff out on the tables. Now, on f- this is where the problem began. It's like our stuff was on display. As the night went on, like people are touching your model and shit. Like multiple multiple models got broken, stuff like that. Luckily, mine was unscathed. All my friends were actually, mm-hmm. and um, we were told not to take the models, and we did the exact opposite and took the models and got the fuck out of there. So you have it? Um, I do have it at home. Yeah. Oh, pretty um, cool. Our professor said no. Um, and the head of exterior design from Mercedes, who was talking to us maybe 10 minutes before this function ends, um, you know, saying how awesome we did and all this, um, we asked him, 
one more time because he's the one who actually and oversaw the prince. And he gave the fucking the nod. And he's like, he's like, of course. He's like, he's like, you're not coming back. Like, you know, it's and whatever. He's like, absolutely. So we snatched that shit. I see. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, I stowed that all the way home to the states. And uh, I have it on display in my basement now. Sick, um, dude. I can't believe I, I don't think so. I, I've at least not looked at it. Oh, yeah. They could definitely um, throw the pictures in there. Um, so, anyways, though, yeah, one thing you were mentioning is time. you, so, this was awesome for experience. As you were talking about, like, night and day yeah, sure. from your beginning to end. And, Crazy, um, man. That was, like, I would say I'm uh, getting better every year, every day, I would say, I, I practice this stuff so much that I, I surprise myself with, you know, what I overcome as I, as I move forward. Some little it. tweak here um, and there. So right? I'm, of course, better today than I was three years ago when I got back, but, like I said, the transition, like, I, if I didn't go on this trip, I always speculate, like, what, where would I be at in terms of skill set now? Like, the stuff I saw large. over there, yeah. the stuff I saw I was up against, like, because the way I took it is, like, I'm applying for this job. My friend from Budapest over here with an amazing portfolio is applying for this job. His is uh, unreal. Like, it's if that's my competition, then I need to get on that level. Right. Um, so that's what I really set out to do. I think I worked on my portfolio every day that I was there. I was obsessed. Um, Definitely. Kind of looking around. Uh, yeah. And, yeah. No, it is um, competitive. Like, kind of that, what you said yeah. right from the well, beginning. Even, um, it, the com- competition was brought out. Dude, we came back and, like... I had to go back to Montclair. Like I, we started late in the semester and already. Just... It was we got back October fifteenth, um, or no, my flight was October fifteenth. I think we got back the sixteenth. By this time, school was already in session for like maybe a month and a half, so we were coming in super late. Um, and I felt so much more advanced than my friends who stayed back at Montclair and you know did whatever they were doing over there. They saw our stuff and they could not even believe like what we did over there. And we were really like nobody really reached out to us, um, like some of our friends or while I guess, you were there. yeah, like while we were there and like maybe it was some. Um, it was it. Yeah, yeah, who knows? Know. Who knows? Yeah, who knows? They saw what we were doing. I mean, everybody has Instagram and everybody has Twitter. Like I was posting my stuff and they were seeing what we were shit. doing. Yeah, and, you yeah. know, seeing what we were getting. Like that model that I got from Mercedes. They so they printed everybody's model, um, and they sent us the receipt in the box it was almost twelve thousand dollars for everybody's 3d prints yeah holy shit yeah um now this is not <laughs> that's nothing this to mercedes, is no by the way but. nothing to mercedes and this <laughs> is no like at home 3d printer like i have or you're getting right or right else. right um this is when this thing comes out of the machine it is flawless you don't have to do one fucking thing to it except prime it and paint it and you're good um but yeah that, that's how much money it was so it's I was trying to do the math. I've uh, how many models there were. Exactly, then... mine was like I know, I know everybody's is not maybe evenly priced because some are bigger than others and whatever else. But my <laughs> mine's like about maybe a thousand two hundred dollars. You something. think? Yeah. Not yeah. like I could sell it, but was, like yeah, that's that's how much it's worth, and it's imported from. Dude, you could sell <laughs> from Germany shit, to Hungary to Hungary to the USA. It's the really US funny. Illegally, so. imp- um, no, no, never mind. I was gonna say illegally imported. Well, in the yeah. USA, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, it's. I, I was I was super happy I did. Are we it. good on battery? Have if I um, yeah. if I left that thing there to rot in a fucking box in some closet of some school in some country, I would have been so upset. Like all the they time that no I put one into would. That, yeah, yeah. I would have had. I mean, I needed it. I was I was so like I wanted this thing so bad. I was like I made this. This is the coolest 3D print I ever did. Like, this is my first real project where I had like. 
I had the awesome renders, I had the awesome sketches, and I had this fucking sick model that, like, this yeah, is yeah, it. Yeah. Like, it's not that big. Mine was realistically, like, 18 feet, um, which is huge. Holy shit. Yeah, yeah no, it's serious. Huge uh, mine's a 10th scale model, so it's mark. maybe yay big. Um, About yay. For our yay. audio listeners, think yay by yay. And uh, So, yeah. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, I have it at home, and I'm super happy I, I snagged that, but... What an awesome experience that was, seriously. Like, I was going to ask you, so so um, where I was getting to before, um, you learned a lot, school-type shit, but you were even mentioning that when you were going to Hungary, you were thinking, I, I do want to see some shit. So what were you... you did you go oh, to some other a, countries? What some a, shit you see? We had a list of stuff. Um, our first... Uh, so we weren't too sure. We knew we had some time when we were there, so we... When we initially got there, we were so wrapped up with school and whatever else, we really weren't even thinking about traveling yet. Um, the school took care of that first trip for us because now that we're in a car design program, um, every year they do go to the Geneva Auto Show in Switzerland. Oh, shit. You um, went to Geneva? As a, as a group school trip, um, we had to buy our own tickets and, and whatever else. Oh, but okay. uh, all our friends, our new friends from our class were going, and they were like, you got to come, you got to come, it's so fun. And Geneva Auto Show is the biggest auto show, I think, in the entire world. Um, so that was a no-brainer for us. Um, that was our first trip. I think we had three days in Switzerland. Um, we landed uh, the massive, I guess, arena or whatever where the car show is. It's literally right next to the airport. So we got off. We grabbed a coffee, maybe a bite of food, and uh, we went right to the show. We had our tickets. Dude. The school paid for the tickets. That was cool. We had to buy the flights. But the tickets are like almost 100 Oh, you had bucks. to pay for travel. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, but the ticket was already set in so. stone. Uh, I had it right on my phone. I actually still do have it, I think. Maybe I'll pull that up. Um, but, uh, but yeah, that was, that was the what first trip. What kind of trip. car? So, um, the sickest What car, was man. this, like, the show like? Cars. Um, it was... I don't know if you... Have you been to, like, any car shows before? Like, in, like uh, indoor, uh, like, New York auto show? No, that's Nothing what I, like I was that. going to okay. tell you. I've seen... I've um, been to one behind, like, a parking lot. I wouldn't say the highway or something. I'll tell you. Yeah, no. I'll tell you. It's it's massive. Um, levels, every car brand floors, is there. There's... Levels? How many floors? I think there was three floors when we went. Um, first floor is, I guess, obviously like the main stage. That's where all the big big brands are. Mm-hmm. But every brand of car is there. Even concept brands um, that don't have such a big name but do like custom tuning for BMW or Mercedes okay, are there. Okay, and did a tune up um, on the top of the line. Yeah, no, for sure, exactly. Mercedes so you see all sorts of stuff. There's a, a company called Liberty Walk. They do like super wide body. Uh, exotic cars like ferraris they make these custom Shit, body kits dude, so they yeah. were there full-fledged they had mclarens out whatever um it was just it was literally a non-stop paradise of cars like it was massive dude um and that was the first floor second floor was a lot more no i don't think there was three floors there was only two yeah you take an escalator up you go to the second floor um there's a lot of motorcycles there uh smaller stuff it wasn't a massive floor that you can go on to it was kind of rimming around the first floor um so kind of smaller companies there's some food up there and stuff um so it wasn't in terms of like height it wasn't it wasn't big at all yeah but dude, but that first floor with you know whatever you add on from the second floor it was just huge man it was absolutely huge and bunch uh of cars bunch of like really yeah really no nice serious serious cars, cars. um like. we saw some concepts from aston martin um who's doing uh i can't remember i think it was mercedes they just released one of their new f1 cars oh um, shit yeah. i think it's called the, the project one yeah Mer- mercedes project one they had out um on the floor 
So it was it was just gnarly, gnarly cars, um, and it was sick. We spent hours there, man. There was because that's how long it took to get through everything, um, and to really spend the time. I had my GoPro, my buddy had his camera. We were you know filming everything. We were gonna make a video. I actually, unfortunately, lost all the fucking videos <laughs> that I took. Um, <laughs> but uh, but yeah, that was awesome. Um, saw a million different cars. That like really inspired me that trip because I was like, all right, I'm doing a car design project now. Um, and now you saw some like. Like you were saying, not even just the cars, but modification cars. Yeah, oh, and exactly. Like that, no, like, totally. That um, kind of must get your brain this working, was, right? This was... School started, like, February 17th. I think we, we left for Switzerland around, like, March 20th or so. So just to give about some, month some scale, some range. Yeah, yeah. About a month So we're still fairly new to everything and whatever else. And um, by this time, I wasn't even, you know, set on my project idea yet. I was still pitching concepts and ideas and whatever else. Um, so I wouldn't say it like inspired me so much as like the poaching kind of thing, but just seeing like, just seeing the cars and, you know, thinking like somebody did this and a team designed this, like it really inspired me to like, when I got back, like I was super stoked to work on my project. Mm -hmm. Um, and that's when things like really started kicking off. Like that, that kind of lit the fire there. So you um, went to Switzerland. So we did Switzerland. Um, like What's I said, nice. I was there three days. Uh, right after that was Netherlands, Amsterdam. Here we the, go. Uh, yeah. The serious, serious trips Some really funny stories here. Um, <laughs> how much time did you spend? How much we time had, did you spend in Amsterdam? So Amsterdam was a four-day expedition. That's exactly um, how long I was going to go for. It was a four-day expedition. Four. Unfortunately, two of those days were the only time we would have in the city, though. Um, the other two were reserved for there and back on the bus. Um, we did not fly. We did take a bus there. Um, so it was about 22 hours um, there, 22 hours back from Budapest going to Netherlands. In, in a bus. Which is far. Uh, Germany is, <laughs> is... One thing I learned, Germany's fucking massive. Like Germany's you had to, huge. We had to go all the way up Germany. Mm -hmm. um, it was huge. It took... That was majority of the chip, uh, trip, maybe 16 hours. Um, but yeah, the bus left right, into Bud right in Budapest. Um, we had a layover in Austria. We were there for maybe an hour. Me and my buddy grabbed, grabbed a beer. Um, beer in Austria. Hop back on, on the bus. How's and, Austrian uh, beer? Not too bad. I, I forget what I had. Um, it wasn't anything we have over here, though. Yeah, I, no, I can't sure remember not. the name. It was like a Pilsner or Kell, I think it is. Um, but yeah, we hopped back on the bus, and by this time it was maybe 8 at night. Um, so the rest, you know, the, somewhat of the trip would be while we were sleeping. Um, that was while we were going through Germany. And uh, by the time I woke up, we were maybe at the tip of Germany, about to head into Netherlands. Um, once we got in the Netherlands, it was maybe like another hour and a half to get to Amsterdam. And uh, we hopped off the bus, hit one of their coffee shops real quick. Uh, I got a fat, uh, fat pure joint with a, an espresso. <laughs> Hadn't smoked in two and a half months. Um, took the first hit of that. I felt my brain change a little bit, and I was like, let's fucking go. Uh, you know, pair that with the coffee, dude. It was, it was so dude, good. That's uh, perfect, my, my other yeah. friend that I, I work with um, um, gets medicated as well. So, he'll, he'll so, so we, had a, we had a grand old time. Um, took mushrooms i don't even care like all this stuff is legal over there so yeah yeah it's, no it's no, like it's who totally gets, it's, there's no care in the world the place did, did you take shrooms there i did take shrooms um i'll get into that in just a moment but i was saying like i was i didn't know we that. had a that's fucking dope our airbnb was like a little bit outside the city um so we got into the city we smoked a little bit we grabbed food we went back we had to take a train um because it was across like a big river uh we took a train back to our, our airbnb met with the person put our stuff down and we're like let's hit the city again um, and we did, and uh, I, it's, 
we really just took on the culture there, man. Yeah, <laughs> like, dude, literally. Everybody was, everybody was smoking. Uh, there's literally a smoke shop, coffee shop, whatever you want to call it, on every corner um, of every street. It's so... It's just like, like everyone's living free around there. Mi- like, I don't know. It's, it's weird. It didn't seem... It, it seems more like tourist to me that are, city. Oh, are smoking. But the locals definitely smoke, too. Like, um, But, yeah, no, it was, it, was, it was unreal. I was convinced that the city was not real. Like, I was, I was so so baked and just looking at the buildings it's an old european city like the buildings yeah, are kind I've of lopsided up, i've looked it up a lot things yeah, are different yeah, yeah. like they I even was... have a smaller city within it of just like yeah. homeless people yes, or exactly. something like I can't, I can't remember exactly what it's called but i did pass we walked by it or something um, mm-hmm. maybe i think there's like no me. laws there or something like it's, that i wouldn't say there's one, no laws not but no but like they don't it's very lenient they way, even like, parta- They even follow less laws than Amsterdam. Yeah, does, like no, in their no, little totally. city or whatever um, it is. But it was, I remember like reading about it. I don't know. Yeah, that's well. That, I was doing so much research before we decided to go, and I was so psyched, and it was mm-hmm. everything that I thought it was going to be, and I had a great time. Um, uh, but yeah, we uh, we we hit the Heineken factory. Um, did a little oh, tour. It was like yeah. a two and a half hour tour. We did that, um, and it was mostly just sightseeing. Man, there was a lot to see. We could have. There's a. Um, Vincent Van Gogh, there's like the some Van museum Gogh there. Museum is there uh, yeah. The line was ridiculous, and we didn't want to waste our time just mm-hmm. standing online, mm-hmm. so we were like, you know what, maybe we'll skip this. Did we were, con- we were considering coming back. Nah. Nah. Um, that's in the more there was in the a field, lot. So that's See, that's, the, that's the problem. Yeah. I wish we had more time there. We we really had to kind of slim down what we could do. Yeah. Um, and we were also at the time um, high, high, and <laughs> maybe convinced <laughs> or like you know considering coming back. Course too, yeah, so like yeah, we'll do that next time. About it, yeah. Um, let's feel it out now and whatever else. So we didn't do much in terms of, uh, I guess, like events and, and places to go, but we did walk the whole city. We saw everything, um, and it was really sweet, man. And it's just a good vibe there. Like nobody was like, I never felt on edge once. I was never paranoid, like being stoned in public or, or whatever else. And you know, there's still. Bars I know it totally what you mean. Drinking yeah, is yeah. definitely not on the top of the list there. I think every there's more people smoking for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's still bars. Like we grabbed drinks. Um, ate ridiculous amounts of food, as you can imagine. Um, unlimited ribs must be a big thing there. D- tell um, me, actually, just like generally, where what was your favorite food? Type um, of? in Netherlands? Or? No, I actually just mean in, in Europe. So if you, went I would to say, a um, I would say, it's hard. It's tough. There was um, there's a good Mongolian spot. Uh, it was called Mongolian Barbecue. Um, you kind of just you pick out like a bunch of different meat and like vegetables, and they grill it up for you and fry it up. Um, we hit that when my family was there. That place is really good. That's in Hungary. Thai there, food yeah. though. Thai food was my my shit there. Yeah. There's a little a uh, little bit farther, uh, maybe a block or two down from our apartment, our first apartment. Um, there's a little hole in the wall, family run Thai spot uh, called Monta's Kitchen, and <laughs> bro, the the best food. I mean, we would hit it every day. That's how much we loved it. Um, and we got really cool with the owner. She was super nice, Manta. Uh, Manta. <laughs> but yeah, um, you know, all 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 from Thailand. Just happened to move to Hungary. No particular. So reason. So you're getting some it. authentic, um, some serious serious food. We would get out yeah. of school. Um, it was on our way, our walk back to uh, to um, the train. Our or yeah, the our well or, to oh, our apartment. So we'd hop off the tram, that. we'd hit that spot, and we'd go back and eat. Um, it was great. But uh, no, I didn't. In Netherlands, I didn't eat much. We didn't try much new stuff. There's a lot of chains there. Um, not yeah, stuff that we have really McDonald's in the States. Is there is, still yeah. Everywhere. Oh, for sure, yeah, for sure. Yeah. yeah, the McDonald's out there was stacked up. It had touchscreen ordering. It was crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, 
But there's uh, like unlimited ribs and fries must be like a huge thing there. Like, dude, me and my friend lived off that shit. It was so cheap. <laughs> like, it was like maybe 10, 12 bucks for the just unlimited stuff. So we ate that a lot. Um, had a few space cakes here and there. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, the last day, the last day is when we took shrooms. It wasn't actually shrooms. It's what they call the truffle of the shroom. So it's not the shroom cap. It's the actual uh, stem. The of stem. The, correct, yeah. So it's a little bit less than, like, there's not much psilocybin i think it's called not yes, as much that, as, yeah. as the Psilocybin. cap would be um but there's still enough to get you feeling right so the last day uh so what do you got a serving of the sticks or it, it was, was already broken down um for you or it something? was no so we go to the shop they sell it in like a little it looks almost like a um like a barbecue sauce like something you get at burger king like a side of barbecue sauce no something shit. like that yeah, yeah you peel it back um, all the truffles are the inside. You just it eat them. Looks like a little. You down them real quick. It tasted like, it tasted nutty in a way. It was kind of weird. It's um, not a good taste. Nah, it was it yeah, was not, it was strange. I don't I don't really know. Like I, I don't um I didn't like it very much at all. But um yeah, we ate them on a church bench <laughs> in the Netherlands, <laughs> and uh, we got up and we had like a forty five minute walk to our like favorite coffee shop. It was called the Store. And a uh, really sick vibe going in on there. So mm-hmm. we're like, all right, let's, you know, by the time we get back there, these shrooms we're are going to be, be kicking. Feeling good. Yeah, um, yeah. And by the time we got back, they were, man. I was seeing, not seeing crazy shit, but I was, I was, I can, I felt like I had a bubble imagine. around myself, dude. Like I was, I was walking through the streets, but like if anybody was observing me, they couldn't see me. That's how I felt. Like I was floating in my own bubble, like surrounded by clouds and lights, and it was perfect. Well, you're not just taking um, shrooms, you're also taking them in a completely different environment. Yeah, this no, is your exactly. second exactly. day yeah. in this place, and like you're saying, it looks kind of funky. Well, like the place, um, the whole city in general. Exactly, so, that's, so what, that's what was weird, and then we got to that coffee shop that I was saying, um, and they have all these disco lights and strobe lights and stuff, so it's a trip in there too, man. <laughs> Sit down, grab a coffee, um, I think I had maybe six joints while I was in there, dude. I was chain-smoking <laughs> joints. I kept going up. Um, I spent my entire tax return in, in Amsterdam. I think I got, like, $1,200. <laughs> I blew it all on Bud and whatever else. Because um, we were just so immersed in, in everything. Yeah, it was yeah. so much fun. Um, but, yeah, we're sitting in there, and now we're stoned to shit. On shrooms. I'm texting my friends. I'm just having a great time. I was in the best mindset ever, dude. Like, I really just didn't worry. I wasn't worried about anything, man. It was, it was, it was really cool. Um, and I highly recommend to, like, to anybody who's actually, like, interested in doing it. I did, like I said, I didn't really take, like, actual shrooms. These are they a little bit less. They have all these ways, right? Um, in, in New Amsterdam, I've heard in general, they have, like, all the different types of dosage. Yeah. For people who would be exactly. completely um, new to it, for people who I are can't more remember. into it. Like, Mine was called Something Dragon. I think me and my friend got the same one. Um, it was a little bit lesser of a dose. It was recommended for us... Um, <laughs> <laughs> it was recommended because uh, we were, I guess, still beginners or whatever. Uh-huh, um, uh-huh. And it was it was so fun, man. I had a great time. Like, I have no shame in saying it at all. It was so fun. Like, um, No reason to have shame, bro. Totally legal. It was, that was our, totally exactly. Legal. That's why I was like, I don't care what's going on. Um, we'll uh, get into that in a sec. Um, but like I said, this is our last day. Uh, so maybe it's around 6 o'clock now. We took the shrooms an hour before. We're sitting there. We're smoking. We're just talking having a great time man the vibe in this place the music was perfect um our bus now was leaving at the same place we got dropped off at some little square um at 12 in the morning um so we're like all right we have eight hours whatever like we can just chill and and do whatever we want like or six hours whatever it is um 
and we spent that entire time just you know totally vibing off these shrooms like just smoking and hanging out and my buddy looks at his watch and he's like all right man like i think it's time to head out like we walked out of the store dude i um i hadn't walked or you know gotten up in a while so like my (laughs) vision was really strange uh the people on the street looked really weird um i almost watched them change in a way like their skin kind of looked like paperish um and then it came back to normal yeah really weird dude um but i was still like high but um it was a little bit less now and i was you're kind of coming down or something yeah exactly um by this time, it's maybe like 10, 30, 11 o'clock, and we have an hour left to get back on the bus, and we're so bummed out. Like, we wanted to stay so bad. Like, we had just had such a good time, and we knew there was so much more to see. Um, and, uh, yeah, we hopped on the bus. So I put my headphones in, and I knocked out uh, for maybe 10 hours straight. Um, I was, I was zoned out. you out. And, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I wake up uh, to a tap on my shoulder, um, and I'm thinking it's my friend who's sitting next to me, but he actually, he was sitting next to me at the time, but he had moved over to another set of seats. Uh, so somebody's tapping me on the shoulder. They keep tapping me. I have my headphones in. I'm, you know, zoned out. I just got off a trip. I'm fucking tired as hell. Um, and I get up, and I look up, and it's a fucking German police officer. Um, now, at this point, I, he's not, I'm not responding to his taps. He kind of pulls me by my Adidas jacket, that my Adidas track jacket that I was wearing. Um, almost yanks me up. I was kind of helping helping myself get up at this point. Mm-hmm. Um, and he has my another officer has my friend in, over in his seat. Uh, they esc- escort us off the bus, um, and they're asking us asking us if we smoked marijuana. They couldn't say marijuana. They're saying marijuana, marijuana. And I'm like, I, dude, I'm all my br- mind is yeah. in so many different places <laughs> right now. So is my friend because you don't know what to too. tell this cop. Really. Um, yeah, yeah, I'd be fucking. And they're like, uh, they're like, are you, they're asking us in very, very broken English, are you smuggling drugs over? Because um, they saw our passports, America, I guess they associated U.S. with, you know, a growing weed population or whatever it is. Um, and uh, they were super skeptical of us, dude. Yo, like, I'm Did surrounded you bring by some weed out of there or no. anything. No, yeah, nothing no. on it. Um, Can you? Are you? It's it wasn't worth the risk now yeah. because. God forbid, if I did, I'd probably be in German prison. Right, 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 right. Um, they take it. Germany, I, was, I looked it up after the fact, is very, very strict on, like, all this stuff. Like, there's oh, okay. no leniency towards any type of anything that alters your mind, with, with the exception of beer and, and alcohol, maybe. Um, they have no leniency for, for drugs or anything like that. Like, mm-hmm. they consider marijuana as bad as heroin. Like, like that. they don't see any, you know, kind of silver lining, I guess, with it. Okay, um, yeah. And there, I mean, America so, even... How we schedule our drugs, weed is up there over yeah, like no, it, some weird exactly. Like, exactly. Um, yeah, yeah. And, so, and Germany is just more strict. Even though I've seen just was, really off topic, um, Oktoberfest they also they blow lines like crazy. Oh, at yeah, Oktoberfest. See, that's what I'm thinking. I'm like, I like they definitely do. You know, yeah, stuff some is other going shit. On there yeah, for sure. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but these these cops were not having it. They were you know stern as fuck. They're surrounded. There's five of them now. Two of us took us off the bus. Three more were waiting outside. With the bus driver of our bus, like this. Oh, shit. So he ratted us out, we found out later, because um, we reeked of pot. Because um, you were just sitting in a exactly. fucking coffee no, shop slash um, smoke shop. So, yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly, yeah. exactly. Um, so they're questioning us. Luckily, dude, I was expecting them to have dogs and shit. They didn't. God, because I, I didn't have any butt on me, but I did have, uh, I, got a, I bought a four-pack of joints, and I had the box that they came in in my bag. Mm-hmm dog would pick that up immediately not yeah, like it had yeah, anything yeah. on me but like i don't know how it i don't even know how they they do it over there man if they're you know what what god yeah, forbid yeah. um so luckily that didn't happen and they're they're searching our bags everything i had on me um they didn't like strip search us but i was totally like 
like expecting them to do it. Um, but it was, dude, like yeah, everybody on the bus out now of the is bus like, like that, dude, they're watching like, us like they're watching us stand on the side. The cops are ripping that through like our bags movie and shit. shit dude, um, no, it's it's like, ridiculous, yeah. dude. Now at this time, like I'm still not in the right state of mind. Like I was like just so confused and freaked out about what was going on. I'm like, dude, what, like. Because I was even double-checking with my friend. I'm like, yo, you didn't bring anything, right? Like, you didn't take anything back, like, whatever. And, you know, we're not st- – like, I wasn't that dumb. He's not that dumb. Yeah. Um, you know, I did what I did in the city, but I wasn't taking anything back. Like, um, and thank God we didn't. And they, you know, they were asking us about it, like, if we had it in our pants and all this stuff. And we're like, you know, like, please, like, we don't – like, we really don't have mm-hmm. anything. Um, and uh, luckily, they, they let us go after that. But, dude, honestly, they could have done anything they wanted to us. Like, yeah, literally. Really? I um, mean, so I'm you have blessed no for that. I, I hop there. back on the uh, <laughs> the bus driver. So, like I said, the bus driver ratted us out, apparently. So we reeked, we reeked like pot, which is totally understandable. Um, and uh, he was pissed. He thought he was, he was convinced, like, this guy was the hero of the day. Like, he got the two Americans who were smuggling stuff across the border. So he's like this on the side, like I said. Um, the cops let us go, and he's he's pissed. He's like, um, and whatever. We we get back on the bus. He gives us this horrible look, and he he like stares us down. What? Is that? Well, like, not only did he inconvenience everybody's trip because we were off the bus for like an hour and a half. Um, like it was just, the whole thing was just was retarded. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's yeah. that was one of the craziest things I've I've ever ever experienced. And we got back, and we were you know totally good, and we were back in Hungary, and whatever else happened happened after that. But uh. Yeah, it was it was a good run. Um, Amsterdam was the second one, the second place that we did. After that, uh, we really didn't travel for a while until summer came along. Um, where's the next place we went? We did Italy, and then no, I'm forgetting one place. I can't remember what it is. Uh, Shit, was it? No, there's <laughs> no way. Unless I'm no, no, no. Yeah, Italy was next. Uh, we went to Italy in the summer. Um, we did two days in Rome, and then my roommate, uh, his grandparents, and family actually live out in a small little town in, in the side of a mountain somewhere in Italy. Uh, so we left Rome. It was about an eight-hour drive out to them. Um, they came, picked us up, drove us back. Uh, we live with them in this sick little town in the side of a mountain. Like Yeah, yeah, yeah. All homegrown food, all this stuff, whatever. Um and maybe like 45 minutes from there, it was like, you know, a f- crazy looking crystal clear blue water beach. Uh, a little bit more civilization. It was a little bit, not a city, but it was a little bit, you know, smaller of a popular, larger of a population there. Um, mm-hmm. And then after that, we uh, we hit a good old Dublin, Ireland for the McGregor Mayweather right, fight. Right, yeah, yeah, you were over um, there. And wasn't that like New Year's Eve or something? It was, no, no, no it was, no. Uh, I can't. When was that fight? I think it was August 26th, I think oh, it was. Okay. Um, oh, yeah, well, how could... This is in the summer. I got a... Yeah, no, like, weird, like... Me and my buddy were, like, you know, both McGregor fans, both, like, the UFC a lot, so we're like, dude, how sick would it be to go spend, you know, watch this fight, this the best fight of all time, McGregor Mayweather fucking um, in Dublin. And uh, we spent five days there. Um, how was that fight there? <laughs> how was the, the uh, Irish crowd? Yeah. <laughs> So, you watch it in a bar, right? I, I assume. No, no, no. We'll uh, we'll get yeah. Okay, so, um, so we have five days in Dublin. Okay. On the third day, I believe that's when the fight was. Um, so we had two days there to just do whatever we wanted, whatever. Um, and then the fight was that Wednesday, technically. Completely forgot that we're time is you know not the same in Las Vegas than it is in Dublin. So holy 
fuck. We were all gassed up and ready to go for this fight, but we're like, wait, dude, we still have nine hours for this fight to go. Like, we're already drinking, midnight, we're already doing right? shit. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Um, and bars are, I don't know, like, it was super strange. Like, I, I was I was wearing shorts, my buddy was wearing shorts. I guess bars are super strict. Like, we weren't dressed like fucking hoodlums, but we didn't have pants on and long pants in, in a bar, you know. In most cases, I guess, uh, like, you, there's a dress code, of course. Really? So we yeah, couldn't get into no, any bars. Um, to watch this fight, and by this time we're, we're getting so discouraged, we're trying everything we can do. Like, no bar will let us in to watch the fight. Uh, so we take a chance, we hop on a bus, they're playing the McGregor May- Mayweather fight at a movie theater, a little off uh, in some smaller town outside of Dublin. Mm-hmm. Um, we take the bus, we get there, two guys outside, there's like a whole event going on, two guys outside, they're like, hey guys, what's going on? Like, uh, they spoke really well English. Um, and, uh, like, no accident at all. I don't know I don't know where they were from, but um, they're like, oh, you know, like, can we see your tickets, this and that? Um, and we're like, oh, what tickets? They're like, oh, you, like, you had to pre-order tickets in order to get in. Like, we're like, oh, we can't buy them here? They're like, they're like, no, nah, like, this shit's sold out. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> it's um, and we're like, dude, like, this is just a night of, of absolute hell. So I'm out of money in my account. Mm-hmm. My boy has, like... He he's whatever he's got he's got money but both our phones are, are fucking dying so we can't like he if he had to pay for the bus oh, it was on him my phone is about to die his phone's about to die bro we're in the middle of a highway in like that the, here's the movie theater here's the highway that we and drove you're not even anywhere. in Dublin I'm like, in Dublin it's or it's just outside it's, of Dublin right, right it's just something. outside of Dublin yeah. um it's pitch black outside me and my buddy are walking on the side of a highway in Ireland for Whoa. maybe thirty minutes. Bro, so pissed and upset. We're like, fucking A, dude. Like, this is so ass. Like, we were, we had this whole trip planned out. This whole thing was going to be great. And now we're walking on the side of a highway, getting back to a city that's maybe an hour and a half walk from where we're at. All of a sudden, headlights come. Like, yeah, nobody's on the road at this point. Uh-huh. Um, no cars are passing us, nothing. Um, two headlights come at it from the distance, and it's a giant double-decker bus. Guy whips open the door. He's like, get in, get in. Like, it's not safe out here. Like, you'll get hit by a car or whatever else. Um, and he lets us in. And he's, he's got, he, he was just, he just ended his shift. He's not even, you know, he's done picking people up. But he saw us on the side of the road and he There's stopped. There's no one else in this bus. Uh, nobody else in this bus. And double-decker bus. Um, this guy scoops us up. He's, dude, at this point we're like, bro, thank you so much. He's like, Holy I'll take you back shit. to the square. Yeah, yeah. He's like, I got you guys. Like, you can't be out here. Like, it's too dangerous. Um... And I noticed he has a Hungarian accent. So we're, he's asking us where we're from and whatever else, and we're telling him how we're studying in Budapest. And he's like, no way, like, I'm from Budapest. And, of course, a Hungarian accent. Mm-hmm. Um, but he's like, I'm from Budapest. Like, I moved here from, you know, a little while ago to Holy Dublin. Shit, so this guy ends up being Hungarian, um, oh, takes us bound to the square, ba- takes us back to the, the square of Dublin. Um, by this time, uh, the fight is maybe an hour out, and we're, like, completely at a loss. Like, we have no idea what to do. We can't stream. We couldn't find any streams for it. Because um, by this time, like, you know, the prelims are on and a bunch of, like, it's, Other it's people on. Other exactly. yeah. at this point. Yeah. We're at a complete loss, dude. So upset. They had There was a 24-hour Starbucks, um, a little bit close to our Airbnb. Uh, so we're, we're like, fuck it. Like, they had phone chargers there, um, Wi-Fi. So we're like, let's chill there. Let's just kind of game plan and see what we can do. Dude, like, I was drunk, like, four hours ago yeah. on this. And now I'm, like, I'm like I don't even know what I'm doing. Like, I'm, the sun is coming up now. 
all this stuff. Um, I guess it'd be like yeah, eight nine in the morning. And we're sitting there, dude, just just shot out, and uh, we hear uh, we hear the fight on. So we're like, oh, maybe they have it on TV here, you know, you know whatever. Um, and there's this big Russian guy sitting there in one of the booths, massive guy, dude, massive guy. He must have been a security guard <laughs> or something. He's watching it on his like Samsung. Um, and I tap him on the shoulder. I'm like, I'm like English, English. Like you speak English. He's like, yeah, yeah. Um, he's like, do you, I was like, do you mind if we if we watch with you, whatever? And he's like, oh, absolutely, like uh, whatever. He, you know, kind of, it's a phone, but he did the best he could, and uh, we caught the fight maybe in the third round, um, and on from that. And uh, holy, so fuck my plans no. of watching, I can't believe my that. plans of watching a Mayweather McGregor fight were. Uh, you know, in this big, awesome bar, it, sick atmosphere. You went to Dublin, dude. Um, yeah, yeah. Ended up being in a, in a Starbucks at 4 in the morning. With a um, Russian guy. <laughs> with a Russian security guard and uh, an Irish plumber who actually joined to watch oh, it. Oh, you all were watching on this um, little Samsung. Yeah. And, and uh, of course, McGregor loses, all this stuff. So it was just a really shitty night. Yeah. Um, but it was, it's laughable at this point. Like, no, it's, dude, it's totally I fine. mean... Um, you could have still been walking home on the highway. No, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, it was just a crazy chain of events. There was so many, so much failure in that night. Uh, but <laughs> so we still fun. got to watch the fight with a Russian guy. <laughs> um, and awesome. uh, yeah, so so that was that was really cool. But after that, uh, unfortunately, my traveling kind of ended, and uh, we were full fledged back into school. This mm. was, I think, August like thirtieth. We got back from no August twenty eighth. I think we got back from Dublin. Um, and then just had September and half of October to go, and I was I was home. At this point, I was I was super not homesick, but I was like, I'm ready to head back. Like I want to drive my car again. Like there's a lot of stuff I want to <laughs> do at home. Like I want to see my friends. I want to see my family. Yeah. I want to do all this. Um, so I was really kind of drained out at this point. But I knew like this is the final push, so I had to keep going. Um, and uh, yeah, September was kind of chill. It was mostly us just building that model that I was mentioning before. The presentation right. and all that, the project was really done. It's really just kind of crafting this thing for the big presentation now. Um, and then uh, October 15th was that big presentation presented to you know all the executives, Mercedes and all this and whatever. And uh, they praised us for our hard work. And two days after that, I was on my way back home. So uh, it was a crazy, crazy, crazy th th trip. Yeah, there's so much more months, in between yeah. all of that that I wish I could talk to you, <laughs> like sit here and talk about. But we'd be here for yeah, you for way too long. long. I mean, you've gone um, for but I think that gives you months. yeah, I think yeah, that gives yeah. you a gist of, of everything. And, yeah, um, and that was a, a really sick, sick experience. I think anybody who's maybe contemplating studying abroad or maybe it's not even a thought in their mind yet, I definitely highly consider it um, if you're in a position to do so. Um, there, yeah. I wouldn't give up that for the fucking world, man. I came back a completely different person. Um, so yeah, not for sure. Mm -hmm. but, uh, that Dude, was I think legit, I, I I think that's a pretty good place to I end. Think. It on. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was uh, it's pretty kind dope, of a yeah. Ending, actually. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, worked out. We went through the whole uh, the whole the whole trip. So yeah, we, we went back, all I'm through sure. Hungary with Max. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, that's, um, uh, that, those stories are. I've been dying to tell. Like I've I've told people those stories, but I've really right, been dying right. to like tell because I think they're absolutely Documented hilarious. On, um, and uh, that's dude, my, those my are crazy. actually those are actually some crazy they're, like movie like yeah, stories. No, I'm not even joking. That's, like, the bus, then the pulling you off the most, after a night of shrooms, like like the whole thing is. The, it is, all just uh, kind of like falls apart I, um, for you there, and then works out in the that, end. The like, entire time I was there, it was just one giant movie. It honestly felt like one giant movie, and there was you know of course days that sucked and whatever else where I was you know tired or sick or upset or, or something whatever, but majority of it was was great, and you know you had those days anyway. So yeah, no matter what, might um, as well do it in Hungary. Yeah, with, no, like, it was, uh, 
everything on the line. It's so sick out there, man. So sick. Yeah. It's it's they get you know the seasons are the same. It's you know we got in there in a harsh winter or so, but as soon as spring hit, dude, the flowers are blooming, the sun's out, the trees are good, everybody's outside drinking, doing whatever, um, and having it's just a good like time, any, so. that's I noticed that in it's, Portugal when I go there. It's like it's not that it's, different. You no, get it's this not. vision in your it's mind. It's not at all. That, I, that, like, I was I thought I was going to be It's different buildings. In, it's different people. Like but I said, it's like, a, we're still just like humans, I've, I've like. seen pictures of Budapest before, but like the way I envisioned it in my mind was like this this village, like city village almost, like <laughs> yeah, yeah. almost primitive like stuff. Yeah. And I was like, what the fuck was like, I thinking? You got to go like, to the witch doctor. Yeah, exactly. Like it's it's nothing like that, and it's. So many people spoke English, and everybody was super nice over there, and 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 whatever else. So I, I really have no complaints, mm-hmm. um, except for the guy who ripped us off on the fucking street that one time. Other than yeah, that, everybody yeah. Else is, other than the everybody else is chill, man. So, uh, but yeah, man. Um, oh yeah. Okay. Well, we're gonna cut it here anyway. Um, Max, bro, thank you yeah, for coming dude, on. Thanks a lot for saying. Yeah, that was fun. I don't even. How, I wonder how long that was. It, it, how how long was it, George? You. Two hours? The video stopped. No fucking way. All right, thanks for listening. This is the third floor pod. <laughs> Dude, no way that was two hours. No way, yo. It was 155 on the way. Bro, what the fuck?